Hello and welcome to episode 177 of the Gaming Fix podcast on June 19th, 2021. I am your host, Andre Cole, aka your partner's favorite E from E3. I am joined today by Alex. Well, not particularly electric, so I guess I'm an expo. I like, like, are you like the scented expos? The not Montreal. Or? Okay, the Montreal Expo. Okay, I see, I see. They hockey team, baseball, baseball. Wait, are we picking uh, favorite baseball teams or favorite? No, no, your favorite E from E3. Oh, yeah. oh okay. How, um, that's Pat <laughs> talking out of turn. Yeah, once again. <laughs> Partner's favorite E from E3. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's entertainment. Yeah, everybody likes it's, to be entertained. It's an easy one. Yeah, sure. Are and you I, not entertained? And and I mean, come on, who wants to deal with electronics? Uh, not us. That's for sure. That this is that's why this podcast is all analog. <laughs> real Magnets. to real, baby. We use a yep. C, we, we use CB radios and. <laughs> And magnetic tape and magnetic tape yeah exactly and i wow, actually did it's actually being etched into a cylinder yes <laughs> have you ever used and those then, things they kick yes. ass no. <laughs> uh, uh i used them in dishonored well i used one in a museum <laughs> once it was not i don't i've never owned yeah a, yeah i've not Cylinder record player, it. yeah. My well, my I want a record player, but, but not a cylinder a, record a, a player. Cylinder, yeah. yeah. What are those called? Sonograph? I don't. Edison sonographs. That sound right. Yeah. Uh, no yeah, phonograph. Yeah, right. I can never remember if it's phonograph or sonograph. I think it's sonograph because phonograph is to communicate. Just, isn't that? Nope. Edison. It was Edison. It was Edison phonograph. Oh, okay. Yeah. It is probably probably stole it too, Edison. <laughs> I saw an Edison phonograph at Greenfield Village, at the Henry Ford Museum. It sucks that that museum is still called the Henry Ford Museum. Uh, one day that'll change, hopefully, in Detroit. Yeah. Um. That's uh. How did we get here? What are we even doing? Electronic, analog. We're all analog, right? Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Only when you use that PlayStation One, PlayStation Two is it on the PlayStation Two controller. PlayStation One, you got to hit that analog button. Mm-hmm. They could use the I sticks. think it's on the. I think it, there's there was DualShock Twos with the, the DualShocks, whatever. I think there I was a PS2 control with the analog may, button. Maybe. Well, now I maybe because it, maybe it was like a legacy thing for like PS2 or yeah. PS1 games or something. I think that's why. Maybe uh, yeah. Hmm. Weird. Yeah, bizarre. They shipped that thing without joystick. That's you know. That's I never. I never had one of those. The the dual dual shock without the analog. Well, PS2 controllers totally had the analog. Button. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. They were backwards compatible. You could, like they were the same controller, just like slightly updated. Like you could plug a PS2 controller into a PS1. So. Yeah, I don't know that there was any difference other than the color. Actually, I, I assume they like updated like the motors and stuff. Why? I wouldn't have updated the motors. I, mean, I, I would have just slapped a new coat of paint on that and said, "Gamers, <laughs> get what you get." Fair. That's totally fair. And then they just made it wireless for the PS3. Uh huh. 
Well, they have the different, the triggers were different on the PS3. True, they did. And well, I don't want to call them triggers because the, they were awful. The R2 and L2 were different. The mushy mo- mofos. Yeah, they were like super, super mushy. I don't, you're you're so wet, cat. Right. Why are you wet? Were they different? On the, <laughs> I don't even remember the like the PS3 controller that well. He's, like the he's wet. And I played he's, that a lot. Why is he's the cat so wet? He's wet because he plays in the water dish and splashes it all over the floor, and then like sits rolls in, in it. it. Yeah, nice. not quite yeah. rolls in it, but sits in it. Nice. It's a constant battle. He just wants a little bath. Well, or it's little toe beans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. Uh, speaking of toe beans, I see on the stock here, Alex is back on his bullshit. What does that have to <laughs> yeah. do with, with beans or toes? I don't know, Alex, you tell me. What it means is that Alex played another visual novel. Yep. About cats, <laughs> I assume. Nope. Well, not thus far. Um, beans I was going to say, it is not safe to assume that there are no cats in a visual novel. Right. Not as far as I am in it. So... The way my bullshit started again is I started playing Umineko again. I was going to say, I actually, <laughs> that was my Hail Mary was that you started playing Umineko again, but I just went with I visual did. novel so that it was a more hedged bet. But then I realized I probably shouldn't. Um, and I'm going to make your life. That, do what I'm, you want to do. Yeah, but I, f- I was like, you know what? I love this thing. I'm just going to make it like a maybe every other year kind of tradition to go back and play it. Um, uh-huh. But not right now. I'm going to give it a little bit, you know. Yeah. Give it another it's not year. That long ago that you played it. Exactly, it's been within a year. So I'm thinking, yeah. give it like a couple of years. It'll be my thing I return to. Uh, so yeah, I got like an hour into that, and I was like, you know what? This thing kicks fucking ass. But uh, I'm just gonna listen to its soundtrack for a while and do some other stuff. And then I picked up uh, the house in Fata Morgana, which oh, I've been hearing. I've heard a lot of good I've things. It had like too. a really high metacritic score for a while like as it was getting its first reviews yeah like, i think it was as it got localized to the states because it's been out in japan the art while, is really cool yeah it's really interesting it's really unique and mm-hmm. weird um yeah. yeah i picked it up probably like three or four months ago and started it back then but then that's also around the time i just got extremely busy and couldn't play games so um i've gotten back to it and probably like two-ish hours in and I would say so far it's interesting, but not mind blowing. Like it's not yet a page turner, um, but it's interesting. So I don't know if I'm far enough in to be able to say, yeah, this thing kicks ass or not right now. It's just kind of, it's, it's fine. I don't know. It's it, all right. This review says this is simply a must play visual novel, emotionally devastating as it is, but the reward great. is worth the tears, which sounds That's- like something for you. Yeah, yeah, great. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, it's like thirty or something hours, I think. So yeah. uh, being being an hour in is still just purely expository, like introduction kind of stuff. It sounds like it's an anthology kind of thing. Like yeah, like it's a it, series of stories, not one big contiguous like narrative. Yeah, because w- what the basic premise is is that you are like somewhere in the future. Uh, it could be the present day, but. Uh, you go into this old mansion, and then you're basically talking with the mansion, and it's bringing you through its history, like through the past. I re- I think we briefly talked about this when you touched it last year, but maybe only it for might like have been. yeah, because I know we came out on the Switch in April, or yeah, maybe it was within we a few talked months, about so. it. Maybe we didn't talk about it on the cast, but I'm positive mm-hmm. that this concept was one that we discussed because it sounded really interesting. Yeah. 
yeah, it very well could be, but yeah, because I did pick it up like months and months ago, but mm-hmm. just hadn't gotten back to it. And yeah, it's good so far. It's in, it's it's fine, but not yet got the hooks in me. And it is very much an anthology. I've been through um, two, well, like one and a half stories, and they've been related so far. So we'll see yeah. what happens with the next one. It so currently on Metacritic, it's got a ninety-eight, <laughs> and it's only got eight critic like yeah rough media reviews, but that puts it behind The Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, uh-huh. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two, Grand Theft nice. Auto Four, and mm. then The House in Fata Morgana: Dreams of the Revenants Edition. I think ben those Soul are Caliber, Grand Theft Auto Five. They're not my Soul favorite Caliber? three games, but. Soul, Soul Calibur for the Dreamcast. The first Soul Calibur has what? a 98 it's a on fucking good Metacritic. Game. It's a good game, but why is that like uh, number five or six on Metacritic? I'm, I'm glad that the house in Fata Morgana is breaking that up because those top three are not my top three favorite games, but I can certainly see an argument for like, yeah, okay. Those are all like Grand Theft Auto 4 is higher, is three spots higher than Grand Theft Auto 5. Grand Theft Auto 4 and, is a significantly better video game than Grand Theft Auto yeah. 5. Yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, seven is Super Mario Galaxy, and that's a ninety-seven. Yep. Six, six to three, six to two are all ninety-eight, and then one uh, Legend of Zelda is ninety-nine. Dang, it's Gretzky. Um, yeah. Where's Wayne yeah. Gretzky's? What is it? What was this hockey game called? Oh God, um, it wasn't Slapshot. That's what I want to I say is Wayne Gretzky's slap shot because that sounds good. Wasn't it and just now, Wayne Gretzky's hockey? That's all I remember. <laughs> we need to get somebody to make a game called Wayne Gretzky's slap shot. Uh, it's I do not see a uh, Blades of Gretzky Steel game, a, a Wayne Gretzky game on Metacritic. It might predate their pathetic, disgusting. Yeah. Oh, it has to be from like the early nineties. It is, but yeah. But yeah, House in Fata Morgana, I'm going to continue it. That's all. It's really not that much to say uh, about it so far, other than it's. it seems interesting, and apparently it's really good. Um, Wayne Gretzky and, Hockey is from 1988. Wow, wow. Earlier than early 90s, then. <laughs> <laughs> um, Metacritic old stuff. Citizen Kane's on there. Anyway, yeah. I didn't mean to derail you. Derail. This sounds like a cool... <laughs> the end this yeah is, this is not one of the ones occasionally much like i'm sure how everyone goes oh pat played another weird halfway sim crafting game or something <laughs> sometimes with visual novels i'm 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 there emotionally but mostly to support my friend telling us about it this one looks like like I, i'm i'm very interested to hear how you get on with it because this one looks interesting to me in a way that not all every visual novel is yeah yeah i'm looking forward to when it it shows its other side <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. uh yeah and i want to hear about it because i <laughs> i know myself well enough to know that the odds that i actually get through it or, sl- or ever play it or slim mm-hmm. but i want to hear about it yeah yeah uh, it, yeah it's one that i'd like to check out possibly but it then there is like the, hey, will i stick with it because I, I know what I want to come to a visual novel for. And, you know, if I'm, Alex... Alex it's, it's 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 murderous bears uh, and <laughs> and weird weird puzzles. And I like that. Breaking the, murderous, breaking the fourth wall. That's cool. Yeah. And, and, like, uh, 
Yeah, just lots of murder. That's what I want in my visual novels. I'm then do I have... Like, uh, uh, you know what Umineko has? <laughs> lots uh, of murders, and it does have a bear. Okay, well... It's a teddy bear. Um, but... Oh, well... I'm, is, it, is it sentient? Yes. Okay, well, th- there of. you go. That's it's probably okay, a I guess that I've been, Kind of. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm saving uh, myself s- for Danganronpa on Switch, which I will yeah. hopefully finally play it then. We'll, we'll get to that. Because you love the Switch so yeah. much. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, but, but the Switch yeah, is it, fine it for is. a visual novel. It'd be great Yeah, for yeah no, it, 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 yeah. it would be uh, an ideal way to play those games. Well, I can v- get to that. V3 yeah, we'll, was a Vita we'll talk game, about wasn't Switch it? Switch a little later. Uh, yeah, it was a Vita were, game. They? Would, uh, yeah. they placed, what, was not one of them a 3DS game or something? No, that was no, the 999. Yeah, that was a DSLR. Yeah. No, yeah, I believe all of them were out on the Vita, even if they... By the time two and yeah. three rolled around, they may have also made them on console at the same time. But yeah, I just remember it being f- like first or primarily on Vita for V three specifically because it's the most recent. But I, pretty I sure thought that one was uh, contemporary. Like, like was on console. Sure. Oh, weird. Because I like I assume the other ones, but now now I got to look it up because now you just got me. Uh, but. PlayStation 4, PS Vita. Yeah, so I think that it released on the... It released on PS4 and Vita at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Cause I, th- I thought you were saying <laughs> Vita first. I was like, what? <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway. Uh, that's the house in Fata Morgana. Kind of, yeah. Uh, Hour in, not of, enough to say. <laughs> <laughs> but it started. And, again. Yeah. It, there is there's a lot of uh good buzz around it at least so that's good i am reading both berserk which i just finished volume six of and mm-hmm. i started reading elantris last night mm. okay uh, I, I gotta read that at some point it fucking it's fucking that's it's sick that is it's talk it's talk about two dark souls ass that <laughs> story that is Brandon Sanderson says that's his the sixth book he wrote, but is this first one he got published? It's the first one in the in the, the yeah in the Cosmere the Cosmere yeah I know and so that it's like, frustrating for me to do the thing with that, but no like I, I want to get back to that stuff. Uh, I didn't realize when I started Stormlight yeah, that yeah. they're all like connected, and I've got like a minor spoiler for like the Cosmere, but it's just like one character. Apparently uh, but, yeah. Sanderson said the reason that he connected them all. You're, you're done, right, yeah. Alex? I don't want to move no, away. Good. more to say about House of Bottom Uh, the, the, uh, the thing he said was like, I want to create, I don't want it to be a situation where people have to buy 40 books mm-hmm. to enjoy a series. Like but, wheel of time. Yeah. But if you're interested in it, then you, then there's this big vast thing. And I was like, Sir, you have not met me. <laughs> <laughs> if you tell me there are there are forty pieces of media in your series, I'm gonna start with the first one that you published, <laughs> and then go from there. Uh, but it's uh, I only read the first chapter, but it's really it's very good. It starts and it's just like this horrendous, awful place where you're, it's basically Dark Souls. I mean, it's like mm. I don't. It came out in 2005, I think, so it's not... You're just a little fucked up man, aren't you? And you're going to have to fix everything, you little <laughs> fucked up man. <laughs> well, it's like, the concept is like, these people get, I forget what it's called, 
um, Shoda, I think, or Shoud, the Shoud, uh, uh-huh. and the Mike Shinoda dead, and they get like black splotches all over their skin, and then they get dumped in this city that used to be like when you when you used to have this happen to you, it like made you into a god, and it was you got to go to this paradise city. It's this mm-hmm. walled off, massive like square city, and now you get dumped there, and you basically turn into a hollow where you're dead, mm-hmm. and you can't like everything that happens to you it just like if you get like your arm cut off your arms cut off and now you just have to live with like the feeling of having your arm cut off and it'll never heal uh and like if you get like like the main character like stubs his toe and the guy that he meets there is like your toe's gonna hurt forever now because (laughs) it never heals and so like and you can't die because you're already dead and so like people are hungry and they're starving, but they can't die of starvation. So they just feel what it feels like to starve for eternity. It's like f- super fucked. Oh, goody. And there's like a character that gets like his, his neck like broken open by a club. And they're like, well, what do we do with him? Cause he's like laying there like what would be dying for everybody else, but mm. he can't die. Mm-hmm. And he's just going to be like that forever. And the guy's like, I don't know, like we could try burning him, but we don't know what that actually does. Maybe his, he'd just float around in pain. His soul would float around in pain forever. So we can't make that choice and stuff. It's brutal. I, I, I was shocked at how in a good way. I mean, I like that stuff, but I was, yeah. I was like shocked at how <laughs> uh, violent and rough it was. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. expecting it to be a little more high fantasy. I think <laughs> I was How, expecting it to be uh, a lot more Mormon. <laughs> I don't get the impression that his that his Mormonism really hits the books that much. Because yeah. I know a lot of people who like his books who are pretty easily turned off, like myself, by stuff that pulls too heavily from religion. Um, it, or like, like you know, yeah. those kinds of like modern religions. Uh, he, he seems like he's done, uh, does a pretty good job of like, Hey, this is, it's not like Christianity. I'm not trying to push that in these books if from anything, what I've seen. This stuff seems like the kind of thing that would be more offensive to, to most, most Christians mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. anything. Like uh, some, some like Harry Potter type, like, ah, it's witchcraft. But not uh, Harry Potter type, type racism or transphobia so far. Uh, so far. Yeah. Like there, there's some stuff like. I'm sure it's plenty the, of the, well. I mean, like so, Stormlight Archive, which I finished the third book. Uh, I think the second book is my favorite um, so far. After read the fourth book, but I got a test coming up in like two weeks that I got to prepare for. But like that's the story has a lot to do with like basically slavery and uh, like social class and like the upending of a lot of that stuff. Uh, and the third book really goes into like maybe we're the baddies in this case. Um, And like, I don't, I feel kind of bad for like being in this war and I, we, I don't want this war to be going on. Um, So I, I, he does a pretty good job of like uh, threading that needle, I think. Uh, But yeah, the Brandon Sanderson, damn good writer. I mean, I've known, I've known Mormons in my lifetime that are like, well, I can't watch R-rated movies, but I play mm-hmm. I played Doom 2016 because technically <laughs> video games haven't made it into the book yet, so we're allowed to we're allowed to, <laughs> to play M-rated games, and it's like okay, well, 
<laughs> it's, it's clear that you're not necessarily very uh committed to your it's a letter of the law not necessarily yes. the spirit yep i've also known mormons who have a far fouler mouth than any of us combined so uh, yeah. yeah well uh it's it's kind of wild the kind of myths that oh, we, god we make up for oh, ourselves here to we are. guide our lives and well, what what do you what what is it hat <laughs> what do you uh, I played a video game. I don't know if it's pronounced oh. Wildermyth or Wildermyth. I would assume Wildermyth because it sounds like wilderness. Sure. But I, I don't know. I uh, didn't even think. I, I was always saying, like, saying Wildermyth in my head, which Wildermyth works, sounds, but Wildermyth yeah, with, also makes sense. So Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it's a, it came out of, uh, of Early Access like four days ago. Um, and I had been looking at it for a while, and I kind of was waiting to try it and didn't try it in early access because it seems super ambitious. And I was kind of like, ah, I don't know if they're really going to hit the mark on this because it seems like pretty tough to make a game like this. Um, but it has like incredibly good reviews on Steam, so I, I decided to pick it up. And it is uh, seems really cool after a couple hours. Um, it's a role-playing game, um, but it's it's very reminiscent of board games in a lot of ways it's not quite full-on this is a game we would have made as a physical board game but it was easier to make a video game um it, it's not that but it it has a lot of um inspiration from things like gloomhaven and uh and even the the lord of the rings i don't know if they were inspired by gloomhaven or lord of the rings shadows of middle earth but both of those come to mind while i'm playing it um and uh so it's like this rpg where you start off by picking a campaign which is like an overarching story that is authored um and then you mm. make a party of characters it has this really pretty paper doll like pop-up book kind of art style you um then make a, a party of four characters and you can control all kinds of aspects of the character creation, but it also just kind of procedurally make them. So I just stuck with the procedural characters it gave me because I thought they were interesting. And it builds their like backstories and their stats and um, and all kinds of like traits and stuff. And then you start the game and you get some uh, story setup that again is authored. And there were like ten at least story campaigns you could play that I saw. There was a bunch of them, and uh, I'm doing the sort of tutorial one. And then you sort of spend the early game setting up the relationships that these characters have. So like I, and it's all done with a very pretty kind of almost three panel comic book thing where the story plays out in like sort of a comic in the middle of your screen. And when you make choices, you're kind of picking panels to place in mm -hmm. uh, and it uses, it shows your characters in the panels Um with whatever their like gear or stuff that they have had happen to them or whatever showing. So you get to kind of see visual representations of these characters in the story stuff. And um, so like I set it up, so like, Oh, two of the characters are um, together in a relationship. And one of them is, is really good friends with another one of them. Um, and then they can develop different kinds of relationships over time based on that narrative stuff. And then once you get through that early stuff, you're kind of, on this world map and you have um, not a vague objective, but you have a goal to hit to end the chapter 
but you're kind of going around hitting these different locations on the map. And then when you go into them, you get story and uh, you, you make choices and stuff. And, and it's like a, reading a little comic book for five or 10 minutes. And then you go into these tactical battles that have like a, a pop-up book aesthetic and um, you're moving around on the map and fighting these enemies. It's relatively simple, but uh, I think still complex and interesting enough that it's not like super boring because the characters do get new abilities and stuff like that. And then uh, you're finding like gear, typical RPG stuff, but it's much more like a tabletop game where you might find like a sword after you do a battle. It's not like you're mm-hmm. looting a bunch of bodies yeah. and, and getting a ton of stuff. Um, so your characters are slowly kind of building out their their arsenal. They're leveling up. They're getting new passive and active abilities. Um, it kind of had, does the thing where there's sort of two paths, it feels like. You can take each... I've only seen three classes so far. I think the game has more. But you can kind of take them down different class, different paths. And then once you complete this, the chapter objective, the chapter ends based on stuff you did on the map that you spent time on, because time is kind of the one resource that goes away. Um, you are Tell getting, me about it. You're getting uh, like crafting materials and stuff, and then a significant amount of time passes. I don't know if it's the same for each campaign. In this campaign that I'm playing, nine years happen between chapters. So nine wow. years go by, and they tell you kind of what your characters were doing during the time of peace, and then they get their story thread to do the next chapter. Uh, and your characters age. They can die of old age. They can, of course, there's permadeath, and they can die in battle. <laughs> they can have kids. Um, although it seems like it's just a random dice roll. It doesn't seem like you have to get them in a relationship because one of my characters who is not with anybody else in my party had a kid. Mm-hmm. And when once he was 18, he joins the party. Hmm. Um, Some Crusader Kings do it then. Yeah, and it's all it all feels, again, like it's not so... It's, it feels complex without feeling complicated, I think is what I like mm. about it, is that it's, it's, it feels snappy to play. It doesn't feel like there's a huge hurdle. You can read like all the tutorial prompts in a menu, and it took me, I just wasn't sure if it was going to show them to me, so I read them. It took me like 10 minutes to read them and go like, oh, okay, I think I get it. And then the rest of it you kind of pick up while you're playing, um, which is what I really like about it so far, is it doesn't get in its own way too much. Um, and it and and you get a good mix of like how do I want to go about managing my time on the overworld map? How do I want to do these narrative choices now? And now how do I want to do this combat? And it's all like pretty quick. You can save scum too, so it's not too punishing. You can turn on an option for a single save only, but by default that's off. Um, the difficulty they start you at is really easy too. I'm kind of blowing through it. Uh, and then the idea is, as far as I know, once you finish these stories you can and like heroes can like retire and stuff and then when you play other campaigns you can pull in characters that you used in the past so there's kind of like this overarching Mm. like mythology you're kind of building of different characters that you've played at played with that you can have them go on sort of different adventures and stuff like that uh so so it's pretty interesting i haven't seen much of that yet because i've just been playing this one save so is there a like unified timeline or anything like that? Like, is it all kind of happening in parallel or is it just like, Oh, these are just characters that you have and they're available. We don't care about the world that much or not, I, not care. Don't care about it. No, just, I know what you mean. It's, it's, I, yeah, it, I think it's the latter because I don't know how they okay. would do the former two, but also 
they imply it's much more like you're building a world that is contiguous. So I'm not sure. Um, okay. The, I believe like the way that the maps roll out is, is procedural. I don't think that, I think the only thing that isn't procedural is the actual writing within the, the narrative pieces. Um, yeah. I, I actually, <laughs> at first I thought this is not meant to, no offense to the, to the author it tells you who the little author who the uh, little who the author is of each segment up in the corner because i clearly got a bunch of contributors to do different uh, quests and stuff okay. hideo um, kojima game <laughs> um <laughs> oh you haven't played metal gear solid 5 so you don't you don't yeah. understand uh <laughs> but i admit um and it gets the, the the writing and this particular writer's writing um there's some that i've really appreciated but when I first started it, I thought that the writing was also like AI generated or something because the opening narrative stuff on that tutorial reads really weird at first. <laughs> I was like, what are they talking about? But I, 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 I think um, it's just an attempt to try to mash up a lot of choices you could have made about the characters and stuff in a way that fits. Mm. So I, I don't mean to pick on it. And it gets, again, really interesting. There's been some really fun stories. Um, that I've enjoyed quite a bit in that are kind of micro things. And that's kind of what I'm getting at with the board game feel, because like it refers to every so often a card, they call it gets added to the enemy deck. And it's like a modifier for one of the factions of enemies you can run into that makes them harder. So that's like one of the reasons why you want to complete things before a certain time, because if you just dawdle in the first chapter, then the enemy can get a ton of cards on their deck. Um, And it feels like when you go to a location to do, a battle or a quest that you're drawing a card from a deck and it's giving you like the stuff because that stuff is not, there's like the overarching plot of the campaign that you're selecting at the beginning, but the individual locations you're visiting are all a big deck of cards that you can draw from across different campaigns. Mm -hmm. Um, Characters will get opportunities sometimes that pop up and you can either take them or not. And those are all very like, um, randomized i think when they can come up um and it's 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 really interesting so far for for especially for something that's like 20 bucks i think it's very much worth checking out if you're interested in like rpgs that sort of go for that kind of tabletop feel the combat feels very much like a tabletop rpg to me like it uses percentages instead of dice rolls to Mm. convey your hit chance and stuff um, and it certainly has the XCOM thing of like, I had a 90% chance to hit and I missed. Mm-hmm. Um, but the abilities feel like they come from tabletop games to me. Um, mm-hmm. they, they feel very, uh, compatible with something like a D and D or, uh, or, or, you know, old school role-playing systems. Um, so, uh, it's, it's pretty neat. And, and there's so many little touches, like when you get a new weapon, it'll have a name and you can rename it if you want and rewrite the description of it if you want, or you can accept the procedural one that it developed mm-hmm. and stuff, um, which is kind of cool. And, uh, and, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a very interesting thing. If you're, I had kind of been looking for something like this for a while, um, a sort of like adventuring game that didn't have a hundred hour long yeah. plot that I needed to play through. Uh, like I'm, I'm so, in chapter three now of this tutorial campaign after two hours, and I'm guessing it has four chapters. But then again, there's like ten different campaigns you can play. So I think there's plenty okay. of playtime you could bring out of this thing. It's just the campaigns themselves are shorter uh, does than, it, than a big thing. 
does it seem like the campaigns, even though they are authored and stuff like that, that they are replayable? I think you could certainly replay them. The The one thing I would say that is maybe a, a slight knock is the you kind of have to buy into what they're selling you with some of this stuff because if you for example are you i think you have to be interested in all three parts of this game of the how do i want to spend my time on the overworld and there's different like tasks you can do to like improve tiles and stuff like that while you're on the overworld i think you have to have a little bit of an interest in that i think on a strategy level I think you have to have a little bit of interest in the narrative stuff. And I think you have to have at least a little bit of interest in the tactical combat, because if you, for example, just clicked through all the narrative stuff to do the combat, it would be different each time, but the battles are, are usually pretty similar in terms of Mm -hmm. enemy. It's just like any other tactical RPG, right? Like it's a fire emblem. Yeah. There's like, yeah, each faction, there's like five enemy factions there's four of them active in the campaign I'm playing right now. Each faction seems like it has between four and eight, maybe types of enemies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not like it's fairly good variety, but it's not like limitless. Uh, um, but I do think you could, if you were into all that stuff, you could replay it. I'll say you don't really make, at least in this tutorial campaign, I don't know how it is for the other ones. You're not really making story choices. The choices that you make are more, they more affect your party and bonuses you're getting and the relationships between your characters They're They have less of an impact on the plot of the, the, the campaign. So I don't know that you would get different story outcomes from game to game, but that may be something that is there in the larger, the other campaigns. Um, so I'm not sure. I will say I was kind of like looking at the overworld map stuff as um seeming fairly simple in terms of like okay well i have like five regions and i need to finish this in 300 days this chapter i have five regions each one's going to take like 20 days to explore and fortify to get the most of the most out of it in terms of crafting materials because in between uh chapters you're crafting upgrades for your characters and so it was like, okay, well, I can just do this math and it doesn't seem that hard. Now, though, the map has expanded in chapter three and I kind of want to go off in two different directions. Mm-hmm. And I have six characters. So I could split them into two three-person parties to send them in two different directions, which is kind of cool. It feels like yeah. something. And, and because you can save scum, I'm going to tr- just try it. And then if one of them gets totally fucked up, then I can mm-hmm. go back and take a different approach uh, or live with it, too. Um, make a new party or like, yeah like you know like oh i could okay that kind of worked but oh maybe i need to swap things around or something yeah and it's impressive how over with you know just over two hours of play time i feel like these characters have already like been through a lot and they're they're they have identities to me and stuff even though they were procedurally generated um they also have a pretty good range of different like you can set um the, they don't have like male or female. They have masculine and feminine bodies. You can set their pronouns independently of their their body type, um, including um, non-binary characters. And you can set their like the their sexuality can be set independently of like their their pronouns and their gender and stuff. So um, 
I think they do a good job allowing you to really make a make characters that you identify with, like you. So you can you can you know really embrace the kinds of characters you want to see in these stories too, which is nice. Um, and of course, they have like really good uh, different options for like different skin tones and hair types and stuff like that. So uh, I think it's definitely worth your time if you're interested in one of these uh, because it's all kind of tied together with crunchy enough gameplay to stay engaging at least for several hours anyway i do hope that there's more classes because i think i would over the long term like to play with different classes but in all of their art they show things like dragon people and stuff which i believe is like high level weird skills you can get to like morph into animals and things like that which sound cool um and like just something i haven't gotten to yet with these characters and it's interesting because like these characters are all now in their fifties that are in my party. I have like one of them's kid who's eighteen, one that I recruited in the last game who's younger. Um, but my like original core characters are all like fifty years old. So I I don't know if they if the different campaigns offer different classes, and that's where I'm seeing some of this weirder stuff or what. Uh, but mm-hmm. it's interesting the, the way they handle the last thing I would say too is the way they handle magic is interesting. The mystic class does this thing that they call interfusing with, uh, with um, different objects on the map and the different objects have different spells attached to them. So instead of having a spell book of like 20 spells, it's like, okay, well you interfused with this bench so he can explode the bench and do like splint and send the splinters all over the place. Or you interfuse with this rock. You can either have the rock like shoot a shard of itself off as a discus that can bounce around between enemies, or you can use it as a, as like a rock shield for one of your characters standing next to it and stuff. Um, and that stuff is kind of neat. If you see like a, a, a lamp, like a, like a, in a city, like in a town, if you see like a standing lamp, once it's ignited, which it won't be if the fight's during the day by default, but if it's at night, mm-hmm. it'll start that way. Once it's ignited, you can cast the spell on it to shoot the fire from it onto enemies and stuff. So the way that, that magic stuff works is pretty cool. Nice. That's one I've definitely seen on Steam, and I was like, oh, this look is really cool. Yes. And immediately wishlisted it, and cool to hear that you're enjoying it. And yeah. Pick that up at some point. I'm not uh, quite sure how long its legs are in terms of the amount of narrative content there. It's hard to tell from where I am, but mm-hmm. um, definitely seems worth it to check it out if you have an interest in it. Again, it's only like 20 bucks right on sale right now. So Yeah, I, I was under the impression for some reason that it was like more rogue-like-ish, roguelite-ish, roguelite-ish, I guess. But I, I guess since it's got like campaigns and saving, it's not. I think it's more that it's rogue lightish in the same way that XCOM is, <laughs> you know, it's like, like I it's think, cause it's not exactly the same every time. Right. It's, it's, it's designed for you to play it over and over again, but it's, it's yeah. not, um, it's not like hard to get through it mm-hmm. and you're having to try over and over again to, to do it. And you know, there's difficulty options. You can set it. How, like I said, I'm on, there's like six difficulty options and I think they start you on the like, second or third one i can't remember but the one that i'm on is very very doable it does not Mm -hmm. you have to think just a little bit and but otherwise it's it's not that bad i had a character die once um and he i save scummed it because it was just sort of a 
silly decision to put mm-hmm. them where I did. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Cool. All right. That's Wildermyth or Wildermyth. Who knows? They, they don't even say it in the game. They don't have like Wildermyth. I do. Th- at like the, the title screen. Uh, I don't remember. They might have the Resident Evil guy. Wildermyth. <laughs> well, it's funny because the aesthetic True. is reminiscent of the Book of Shadows stuff at the early parts uh-huh. of <laughs> Village. Yeah, sure. Um, I, I will say, too, it's, I don't want to give it, like, too, praise that's too crazy because I haven't played enough of it yet. But yeah, this definitely seems like one of those ones that <laughs> if certain critics got a hold of it, I could see it blowing up into the, like, indie darling kind of hit. Because it, it's got a lot of charm. So I think if you mm. have any interest in these kind of games, it, oh, it's, it's worth, like, it's worth like looking at. Like an Invisible Ink kind of thing. Uh, perhaps, yeah. Perhaps the okay. same person who was super into Invisible <laughs> Ink. Exactly. That's, into this that's game. exactly what came <laughs> to mind know. when you said that. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, all right. Then, then, then it Whoa. would become Walker Myth. <laughs> Texas Ranger. End Myth. Uh, well, you were, you were mentioning that thing about the lamp and the shooting, the fire and I played thief. No, hell yeah. Let's play, let's play thief. I I played a game with like, it's kind of a lamp. It's more like a candelabra. Is it a candelabra? I don't don't even, is that the thing that hangs? A candelabra is like the, that's that's like the tall thing. You put the candles in for light, right? Yes. Yes. It's like a lamp, but with candles. Uh, right but with like multiple but, candles kind of yeah, yeah 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 uh it's not a menorah that's that's completely different yeah. I, I, i'm playing chivalry too yeah and uh <laughs> there are candelabras you can hit people with there yeah are not menorahs exactly you can hit yes people with. that would probably no, be yeah. a little more insensitive <laughs> yeah uh it's like you know i was so that was the moment where i was like okay this game's really good like i was having fun the whole time but i was <laughs> then, two fucking rules i yeah, played a lot of that this week too i just yeah. Knew you were bringing. Uh, it. I've already mentioned. Yeah, it once, so. I just you know in a town square fighting, and then I see these dudes running out of like you know a church or something, carrying these big candelabras in like one hand and like an axe in the other hand, and they're just like swinging and beating people down. Uh, it was it was really something. Uh, yeah. Chivalry two is very good. You, yeah, it you is. can run up to like wells in the town and pull out fish. Mm-hmm. and throw the fish and at people <laughs> throw the fish at people like is that i don't I mean, remember that in chivalry one was that there? no it's uh, a lot more okay. it's not it's a <laughs> lot more dynamic it. than chivalry one uh-huh. i mean you know one dan Riker while streaming threw a knife at a, a body that was hanging and above people and then it mm-hmm. fell and killed someone <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know it could kill that's people. great oh yeah wow it's okay, it's fantastic. so fu- i mean a lot of this is morbid if you think of it in real life terms so i understand yeah. that but it's so funny oh, totally. when you're like trying to beat a gate down there's like murder holes the defending team can throw rocks down from onto people mm-hmm. and when someone gets hit in the head with a rock and dies in front of you it's just so fucking funny because it's just like this physics out rock hitting them and then they just kind of yeah. go limp and fall on the ground. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's a game really of good well, it's a series now i guess but it's a game of yeah. excess like it's it's Absolutely. pushing everything it's like turning every dial all the way to the right yeah <laughs> yep to everyone just running and screaming ah! oh man Did, okay does chivalry 2 have uh anti or low grav servers because that uh, was my favorite i don't thing. know not if yet there is yet okay. but i'm sure I, they'll have i assume they stuff, could put it, it was in like so there's a server good and stuff, in chivalry one because like when you're falling uh from a certain height or you've fallen for enough time they start screaming 
So when you're oh, in a low grab server right, and everyone's yeah. jumping and they, by the time they reach their arc of falling down, everyone's just screaming. That's funny. <laughs> so it's really yeah. funny. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a very good game. Uh, the, I have mostly been stuck on the defending side, uh, which sucks. And then I'll get like auto-balanced to like the attacking side when it's losing too bad. I'm like, this sucks. The auto-balance is, <laughs> is one thing I really dislike. So brutal. Yeah. yeah. And like they'll they put in bots to like try and even it out, but you know they're bots; they're not going to be good. Um, in some matches, there are extra bots as well that are just like yeah, how padding. Like, how, yeah, how, big like, are the, how big are the matches? Uh, you can do up to sixty four yeah. uh, oh, nice. players. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like. There's there's a few different lo- like matchmaking. There's sixty four, forty, and then like free for all. I don't know if there's a difference <laughs> yeah. between 64 and 40 and like what you can do. I don't think so. I think it's, it's the just, same so it's maps. just smaller game size. Okay. Yeah. Um the 40 man games might all be um the uh like crossplay deathmatch. No, okay. the 40 play okay. games might be all deathmatch which you can okay. get if you matchmake for 64 players. Sometimes yeah. it'll but I think it drops you down in player size when that happens. I'm not positive how that works. I um, I've I think it was full like thirty two per side. There might the, be there might be some nice. that are like that. I I don't think you can do sixty four players on the arena map, not the yeah. tournament grounds, but the the pit, the one with the pits. Yeah, uh, I was I've only done the sixty four player uh, lobby. Yeah, I guess and I've played it, but I don't know if they. Like, yeah, I don't think it. I think so. The reason I say this is all that the matchmaking does is find you a server. Yeah, to drop yeah. you on, you could find the servers yourself in the server browser. Sure. Um, yeah. And I cool. think sometimes those servers, if there aren't mm-hmm. 64 players in the server, they can mm-hmm. throw out a 40 player map. Uh, but I'm not positive how that works. So I could be okay. totally wrong. I haven't examined it because I don't care that much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I, I have played that map you're talking about. It's good. So, Andre, are they matching you into. Japanese servers, or are uh, yes, you being I am currently in playing NA? in like Asian Asian servers. That's it's good to like know. Location based. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was one thought I had because ping is relatively important in that game. And totally. Once you were saying it, you got as when you said you got it, I was like, oh no, I hope that it's there's servers uh, that aren't that are populated that aren't totally yeah. The, there's ping. Uh, it's like combination Chinese Japanese. Uh, like you know, there's like some you know uh yeah speaking folks and there a lot of chinese in the chat <laughs> their net code i will say is pretty spectacular yeah. i think because like my i'm playing primarily with my friend in north carolina in the u.s mm-hmm. and i'm about as far mm-hmm. away from north carolina as you could possibly get while still mm-hmm. being in the same country and yeah. we both the servers it matches us on i think are usually the u.s central servers because it's oh. right in the middle and we yep. both end up with like 40 ping so i've definitely seen people good. with okay. zero ping and I'm I like, think, excuse me? I think those are bots, but maybe not. It does say when they're bots. They don't look like bots. It tells oh. you when they're bots. So, yeah, so they didn't look it, like bots. Is it P2P? So. No. Or is it hosted I think on dedicated servers? I think it's dedicated servers. Yeah, because if it was P2P, that would make sense. But Yeah, exactly. That's what I was, yeah. I was like. I, that's, I was wondering, like, is this is someone hosting this game? But, but maybe. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's maybe if it's no in idea. regions with lower populations or something, there might be some maybe. P2P shit happening. I don't know. Um, yeah, because like there are definitely moments where it wasn't like a full server, um, which is you know, uh, but that's whatever because it's still a, enough people to be fun and chaotic yeah, yeah. and ridiculous. 
when you've got like five dudes swarming like one one guy who's it's just trying so to parry funny. every it's so like, funny when like one person like, gets surrounded by people and just gets fucking wrecked and then they mm-hmm. fall down on the ground dying and everyone just like kicks the shit out of them like <laughs> yep. it's hilarious that does that does sound so morbid but when you see that game in motion it makes yeah total it sense. makes sense yeah and and then people just like you know slapping their teammates and downing <laughs> them and it's it and so they've got like i don't know if what was in chivalry one i played like the tutorial of chivalry one on like my friend's account or something but uh like trebuchets and ballistas and stuff and catapults and the catapults are just <laughs> out of control when they hit things because everyone just like explodes, just explodes into the air yeah. like 10 feet into the air so and like you don't even really see like the impact of like the rock or whatever is not hitting. if you're the one that's just getting killed yeah, yeah exactly it's just like and like even if you're like i was watching like i was up on a wall doing like some archer stuff and i would just see like people out in the field just exploding into the air and i was like wow that's unexpected oh my god uh, sorry i'm watching a video of chivalry 2 and this person just picked up a chicken and is just holding this chicken Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! You can just like there's <laughs> that's all sorts of wild stuff two, in this game. <laughs> the two biggest innovations coming off of Chivalry One that they've done is one they reworked the way combat works so that mm-hmm. it still has the concept of dragging in it, but it doesn't mm-hmm. look like it's not like Shiv One where like it's people like f- spinning all over the place and looking ridiculous. It looks like actual fighting now, um, while still having the same core fundamentals. And then mm-hmm. you can throw everything. <laughs> <laughs> like you can throw everything as a weapon one of the vanguard classes can take two primary weapons and the idea is that you throw one of them and then have the other one so you can just like overhand a dane axe and kill someone with it and, and pull out th- another one and then pull out another one to use in melee um, there's an archer well, class you. that i really like that's like a javelin thrower and so instead of clicking a mouse button to fire a crossbow or a bow like the other two archer classes you throw javelins um and it's very fun. It's yeah, and then like you can pick up like ballista bolts that have been fired or Throw javelins those, that yeah. have been fired, pick those up and take them over. So yeah, it's it's just a very good time. I got it on PC and it's annoying there's like an issue with Bluetooth, I guess, in the game. It's weird, where right? yeah, like as soon that. as I get to the main menu, it cuts out audio in my headphones, so I played without headphones and that's fine. Uh like it didn't need to be on headphones, but you need to turn up the volume for every time you hit C. My 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 partner was not having it when I when she heard. <laughs> like she was amused by it, but she's like, I can't be in here. I cannot listen to this. <laughs> Cause it's just people Dying. yelling. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, sometimes you get like the people who like sound a little like, you know, hesitant or like scared. There's and, different oh, yeah. voices you can assign to your characters. <laughs> It's yeah, great. Uh, it's really uh, funny. Yeah, to, really. To be, clear, what, to be to be clear, C is yeah. the scream button for listeners yeah, yeah. who have not ba- played Chivalry. Battle cry, battle cry, please. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I so I heard this listening on the Bombcast, but I didn't like go and look it up until like and then I started playing and then I heard it. Uh, Greg Miller did a voice of oh. one of like the NPC villagers who's in the game, huh. and he did the worst absolute worst like british accent he sounds like some old granny and he's just wait he did one of the voices that's in there 
Yeah, he That's did one hilarious. of the voice of of like an NPC villager who's just Got like it. walking around and they'll talk to you. Oh, and man. I was like, oh my god! Like I wouldn't have known it was Greg if yeah, I hadn't that heard on like the bombcast. But I was like, oh, that's that's one hundred percent Greg Miller. That's funny. That that <laughs> game's tone is just perfect because it doesn't go. It's very Monty Python, and yeah, that's funny what he sounded like. That's what Greg sounded like. But it doesn't <laughs> go all the way into. It's not trying too hard. Like mm-hmm. there's been games in the past that have tried to do that, like Monty Python aesthetic. Mm-hmm. and they sure. they go too hard for it and they just kind of like rip off the visual style of the yeah of those things this is still like there's still like a veneer of seriousness about it mm-hmm. like you know like systems, we're fighting for honor and we've got a like, yeah the, the systems are really good mm-hmm. like I, although i don't remember i didn't write it down and i should have <laughs> do you know the battle of warden glade that like kind of dark map where you're in a field and it's a team death match yeah 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 yeah. so at the beginning of that match there's a character who's like we fight for our homeland and fight for our honor and then you like charge and then you get control Uh of your character i did a game and it didn't do this for my friend who was in the same game but it was the like scrawny guy voice and he was like (laughs) he was like what do you mean we can't have eggs on toast I want eggs on toast. <laughs> I love, and it was like, I love chestnuts and my mummy's fire. We want French wow. fries. We want oh, French no. fries. That's amazing. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, did I get like blasted high or something? Because this is, and I guess it's like some kind of Easter egg or something where like one in a thousand games you can get him reading this like weird monologue and i'm i'm oh, making man. up he did for sure said we want french fries at the end um That's amazing the other stuff i can't remember but it was definitely <laughs> saying stuff that didn't make any sense for a medieval that's, character to say that's, too that's <laughs> very good uh i i think it was on that same map i had or it might have been like one of the other ones where because the, there's a few where they start off with like you're in a line and your dude is giving you like a rousing speech but on mine the dude was just like flat on the ground, like halfway spawn, like horizontal, halfway spawn in the ground. And like his armor was twitching as he was talking. <laughs> and like, I just looked down and like see this weird twitching mass. I'm like, this is, this is odd, but okay, <laughs> whatever. It's not important. Uh, yeah. Chivalry 2 is a good game. Uh, you, if, if you've got, is it on only on like next gen, PS5 and, xbox series xs or is it on ps4 and stuff um i think it might uh, i don't remember like, it is it is on playstation uh, 4 and xbox one, xbox one. Yeah. i don't yeah. know that it has 64 players yeah PS4 probably not xbox one. I, I think it's not. maybe 40 max on those certain, yeah but it has crossplay. um yeah the crossplay like party system is borked right now so you can't yeah like it, mm-hmm. it not i shouldn't say that they didn't turn on crossplay parties yet from what i understand mm-hmm. that's coming um mm-hmm. and i will say we've had some issues with getting into parties on pc with my friends mm-hmm. and i but i think we found a workaround that involves a bunch of junk so mm-hmm. but basically it seems like the epic games friend system is really bad like mm-hmm. on a technical level yep sure yeah and, i believe uh, it i believe that it. Yeah, so it l- um, it seems it like it's tied looks, to that. It looks like Chivalry Two, Chivalry Two on PS4 is 64 players. Okay, cool. So, 
Wow. Uh, so it doesn't doesn't look too compromised. Yeah, yeah. it's it's definitely like of of a of a level technically visually where it looks good, but it doesn't look like a next yeah. gen console game necessarily. Yeah. Um, but I would I would rather it look how it yeah, does and it, run as absolutely. well as it does. It's super than, well optimized, so it yeah. works yeah. really well. Yeah, um, I. I, Man, like, and it still looks like, like a 60 and 120 frames per second. So yeah, it still looks like a modern video game. You know, like it doesn't yeah, look like yeah. it's from. I play a lot of these kind of big multiplayer games from smaller studios, and most of them look significantly worse than Chivalry mm-hmm. Two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like Chivalry One looked good in its day, which that was what like 2012 ish, 2011, somewhere around there. So. It's yeah. not surprising that the same studio would make something that looks great and feels good. If, if you watch a trailer, it looks like the trailers. It's it's not. Yeah. It's, they're very good representations of what the game looks like and plays like what you do in it. Um, it's also nice because like I really enjoy For Honor, but people who play a totally different game, I'll say, if you look at them and think they look similar. For Honor is a fighting game. Uh, mm-hmm. Chivalry 2 is not a fighting game. Um <laughs> But like playing for honor, people are so good at it that I can't have a good time really because um, mm-hmm. I don't want to play against bots, but also people yeah. are really good at it. Chivalry yeah. 2 is great because even if you're not great at it and the other person is really good at it, that's across the field from you. There's still stuff you can do. It's not like a fighting game where yeah. it's just a total mm-hmm. waste of your time to even try because it's also 64 players. So someone's going to come along and beat the shit out of the person that's killing you if you yeah. go back they're, they're gonna, a little bit. Yeah, and they're going to come you know someone's gonna come up behind or whatever they're gonna I, get hit with like a an arrow chicken. you know who knows i saw a very yeah, funny chicken, yeah. um chat conversation once in a game where someone was like bro this game sucks every time i get into a fight with somebody three other people show up and then and then i get killed and nobody will let me just like fight single people and somebody else was like bro it's a 64 player game you're <laughs> this is, that's the whole point of the game is that you can't just fight people one-on-one and he got really upset. They're adding well, apparently dual systems mm-hmm. and servers that will let you do that if you really want mm-hmm. to. But sure. For what it's worth, one thing I remember about Chivalry 1, and I don't know if it's true about 2, is that the community is great. Like, really, really open to new players like and willing to help. And like they have a great sense of humor. At least that's how it was with the old game. I hope it. I, I, hope I would hope so, because here. the game is ridiculous. Yeah. So, but... Hopefully yeah, that maintains. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. playing mostly with non-English speakers, so I can't speak mm-hmm. to that. <laughs> I don't know that I would say that the community is itself is particularly good, but I never was in the Chivalry 1 community, so I don't know how it compares. This one, it's pretty much like what you would expect from 64-player games with random people on the internet who are mostly shitty. But mm-hmm. you can also turn chat off, so it's not really yeah. a problem. And I will say, this game, it has a pretty robust set of character creation options, including, I've said this before, but including, like, they didn't just slap skin tones on super white-looking people. Like, each face type has a set of appropriate skin tones, and they have, you know, face types that look, um, like, Asian and Southeast Asian and... and um like uh people who are faces who look like the face of that the faces that black black people have with appropriate skin tones for them so it's not like you're just like mm-hmm. taking a white person and putting a darker skin mm-hmm. tone on them like in a lot of games um yeah. and it has you know 
different hair options and stuff like that. So you can make fairly, you can play as women, for example. Um, and, uh, and, you know, technically you could play as anybody cause they don't really assign a gender to them. They might say male and female faces, but anyway, I think that that does scare off a certain contingent of people who tend to be interested in medieval combat yeah. games who are perhaps not the coolest of folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and perhaps maybe they went back to Mordhau where yeah that's yeah. what i was gonna say after <laughs> after they saw that this game is pretty aggressively not for them and like you can take your helmet off so like i one of my characters like this badass black lady um with no helmet and stuff uh and i think that that bothered a lot of shitty people so Good. i haven't seen like aggressive racism or anything i've seen mm-hmm. some like r words thrown around and stuff that i'm not cool with but but no uh, it's not as bad yeah. as Mordhau's community <laughs> Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's positive in the end. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you met. You brought up For Honor earlier, and I was just. I was thinking while I was playing, like, what if they did like the For Honor thing, where they're just like, we're gonna bring in, we're gonna do like the deadliest warrior type thing. We're just gonna we're gonna pit like mm-hmm. samurai versus knights and Vikings, mm-hmm. and you know, bring in like you know battle or warriors from like different cultures and stuff, and that would be pretty fun to like you know if they had like a samurai aesthetic and like katana in the game and yeah, stuff like that so they said um i don't know that they'll ever go quite that far but they did mm-hmm. say in uh their little the e3 bit that they had during the pc gamer show that they have an update coming that focuses on like that they're really interested in different time periods different medieval time periods mm-hmm. and the first chivalry was particularly focused on the early medieval period in yeah. terms of the kinds of weapons that it was, and this one is focused more on the late medieval period, and that their first update, um, major update, is going to kind of continue that trend. It has a bunch of new armors in it, and then it yeah. also has a new map, um, which looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but that it's the they made it sound like the different time periods thing. They're going to go kind of backwards in time with different mm-hmm. weapon options and stuff. Um, so I they seem to be wanting to support this game for a very long time, just like they supported chivalry one for a very Mm -hmm. long time, um, which is encouraging. They have like though I have to imagine at some point they'll start putting battle passes out right now. Mm -hmm. They have paid currency you can buy, but all it does is let you buy um, cosmetic items before you can unlock them through gameplay. Um, Mm -hmm. And the grind to get them through gameplay is not like, crazy no yeah um but if you really really want a certain helmet that you can that you can only get after playing a class for 10 hours or whatever you can buy paid currency to get it ahead of time i have to imagine though i like they haven't said they're going to do battle passes but i have to imagine they're going to want to keep making money off of the game to keep developing mm-hmm. it and, yeah which is reasonable yeah. i mean and expected. definitely um hopefully it'll have a long tail too because yeah well, and it's also published by Tripwire, so they're not just kind of mm. spending yeah. for themselves in terms of the money side of it. Yeah, I thought uh, so Deep Silver was involved with it. Deep in Silver capacity. too, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Deep I don't Silver, know what yeah. What in what capacity they're they like it's co published. Gotcha. I'm not exactly sure what the uh I wonder if that's you know, in how that breakdown is. Territory. Might be like Tripwire's North America, yeah, Deep Silver everywhere like else. Because I don't think yeah. I don't think I've seen a Tripwire or a Deep Silver logo on my copy whatever digital copy of the game yeah but it could be that 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 deep silver is is active in like europe and asian territories i don't know maybe 
Okay, yeah. Well, that's chivalry too. And also this week, uh, there was a little event. You might have heard of it. Square Enix had a big, big old like I don't know, forty minute video. It yeah. was the hottest, hottest shit this week. Pretty, pretty uh, chaotic. Yeah. Uh, and I'm here to kill that chaos. Just like huh? the the McElroys in their hit podcast, The Adventure Zone, where they oh, yeah. killed chaos in the most that's recent good. season. Yeah, <clears throat> that's that's. I heard spoilers. that season was a banger. It was. It, was, it sounded bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. Which is uh, was like kind of leaked and rumored, uh, reported on a couple weeks ago by Imran Khan over at mm-hmm. Fanbyte. Uh, this the tra- is the trailer was so stupid. That's one of the dumb. Like, I, it was good. It was it was funny. I'm not like trying to say the game looks bad because yeah. of it, but holy shit! The, also. <laughs> Well, the trailer was dumb, and it also looked like a PS2 game. The so game how is it shitty too? How, but I don't how, how, how is it it's, in motion? Uh, so it's I don't know if it's like alpha or beta. Like it's it's not finished, uh, and they've done this with Neo. This is made by uh, Koei Tecmo, Bandai Namco, mm. um, and they they are pretty good about like, hey, we're gonna put out like a, a sample of the game. We're going to take feedback on it and then we'll like adjust accordingly for the final thing. That's good. Even playing it like on PS five in performance mode, there were like, there's been some like hitches. It doesn't look amazing. Um, but I'd, I'd say it looks mostly on par with what I'd expect from a game like this. Like, and I expect mm-hmm. it to like, like get tightened up, look better, have performance ironed out. Uh, it, very much follows in the lineage of like a Neo in like, cause that's the studio who is making this game. They're the studio made Neo, Neo two. Um, but it's very much simplified. Like your attack is basically one button. You're just like R one and you can like, they, they do a lot with that one button. Uh, you can like hold it for stronger attacks. You can combo into other attacks you've got and then you've got like a, a special move on r2 that you can combo into and mm. depending on like if you'd like r1 r2 that'll be one move you can set it up like r1 r1 r2 is like another move so, so they they let you customize your characters in that way right so is the dynamism i guess coming from like switching weapons or, uh, or ti- timing so, based kind uh, of stuff or? it's it's hard to say because the so it is coming from switching your weapons, um, which in the demo, there's three like classes you can change to. Like each weapon okay. changes your class. I'll get more into that. Sure. Um, but yeah, so yeah, there's and you're like building out and you've got like special moves that you can add in there. But like your your bread and butter, like your main attack is going to be is just like one button. And then you're comboing mm-hmm. off that with like, you know like okay r1 r1 r2 is like a different combo than certain things it uh and on top of it being simplified in that way um like whereas neo has like all the stances and all that stuff um 
this game also has a difficulty selection. So you, if you're like, oh, the Souls games are, or, you know, that kind of game, it's too difficult. I don't want to deal with all that, like, perseverance and it's like getting my ass beat over and over. Like, you can put it on easy. So, like, there's, you know, nothing to worry about there. Uh, I, I played on normal. I can't say how the balance is on, um, on easy, but I think I died once or twice through like the normal enemies on you know, like there's there was like one room with like a ton a ton of the bombs like the you know they're fire and they yep. they get big and they blow up there's like five of those in like one like hallway and that room was like a pain in the ass uh they do they did a cool thing in that room where there's like fire or not there's fire there yeah there's fire because they breathe it but there's like a bunch of foliage in that room like tall grass and if they light that on fire it burns and then if you're in the grass you'll get hurt which was not something I expected from the game uh hmm. but then like uh, in like a yeah 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 uh so much less uh expansive it's a you know yeah. kind of a linear a room <laughs> i think yeah i think the structure is going to be very similar to neo where you're like selecting missions because that's kind of that's kind of what I, the feeling i get from the menu because it did have like abandoned mission uh but maybe that's just kind of a holdover in their normal terminology i don't know um but there was a room where like i ran up around the side as i was looking around and it's like oh there's a bomb up here okay we're, we're gonna fight it and then i accidentally knocked it off the edge like down to the lower part of the room but then i guess it tried to attack but there was a bunch of grass down there and then it lit a bunch of like enemies on fire like down hmm. below i was like oh i just like almost killed half the room okay cool and then was just able to clean that up which was like a fun little moment of discovery and like oh i did a thing without meaning to okay good uh so yeah that's kind of the the basic stuff um you're playing what's the guy's name do you remember it's it's not jack is it is it jack hey, jack the i can't in like it's, the in the h&m shirt i, I think it's a j, yeah. a j name it's like jack I, or jason or or i, I think jason. he's jack and then there's G Jed is your like what? your your friend with the knives, oh, and then man. your friend with the knives. Jed is got all, like uh, everyone's yeah. friend with the knives is actually named Jed. I don't know. That's, that's it looks to be he's got it like, looks to be Jack. Yeah. Yes. And then the Eminem looking motherfucker. Uh, and then yeah, then there's Jed, and then there's Ash. Yeah, um, that's. The main so, character is Jack, a man consumed by a need to destroy chaos. He is accompanied by his companions, Ash and Jed. Yep. Yep. There we go. Uh, yeah. There. So you've got two friends with you. I'm. You can't do much. Like you can't order them around or anything. They fight with you and they go into combat, but you're not like. At least in the demo, you're not like assigning them like skills or like telling them like oh be defensive or you know be super aggressive or you know anything like that you can't order them around they're just kind of there uh so i'm not sure how that is really going to work out and like sometimes you have to pick them up and they get knocked down uh but they can't pick you oh, up when like you get knocked down thumping. yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh they get knocked down and they get up again they get up again but they can only do it three times <laughs> and then the, th- the fourth time they're going to keep you down yeah uh 
Hell yeah. But then Chumba one will be proud. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's, it's, they say you know, it more than down, three yeah. times in that song. Yeah. So I, I don't the know. The whole point <laughs> of the song is that they, you can never keep them down. Yeah. It's a little they, different. Yeah. Uh, Jed and Ash need, uh, need to listen to some tub. They need more than a whiskey drink and a vodka drink to get them back up again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you, like they're there and they, they fight with you, but I'm not sure if there's going to be like, I want to customize what kind of role they're in. Like I want Jed to do magic or whatever. I want you want Ash Jed to, have to be Donald and you want Ash to be goofy. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. And, but well, you can't customize them. You can customize Jack and like immediately you get some gear and then you start to look more like a Final Fantasy protagonist and not like a, I, I don't even know what he looks like in that like intro where he's just wearing like all gray or all brown or whatever. Uh, you actually put on like some, you know, some Final Fantasy looking outfits uh, as you pick them up. And then you can, uh, you start off with just like his big sword, but then you pick up like a knife or they call it a mace, but that thing's a knife or, you know, at least a small sword, uh, that, and that's like your magic class. They do like an interesting thing with like casting magic where you use R2 and then the longer you hold it down, like the more you charge up, like the level of spell you're going to use while you're rotating like the left stick to pick like, Oh, I want fire or water. or So it's all like very active, but you can't move around while you're doing it. So, uh, it's it's a neat way to handle magic in a game like that for like the Final Fantasy style of magic. So you use a menu in real time to select what spells you want to do. Mm-hmm. What but other? That, I've played another Square Enix game where that is the way magic works. It's it's much better than the Kingdom Hearts way. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> It it is it is uh, and you can like uh, and using like the combo system you can make it so you'll cast like you can like combo into like casting a spell so you don't have to wait um, and, and stuff like that is pretty cool and then there's a lance uh, that is in there and you can set up different so like you can switch between two weapons so you can have like i'm gonna have my lance and my magic equipped or my sword and my lance or you know whatever but you for each weapon you can select a different loadout like a different like equipment so you can have like oh i want the twilight set for the sword because that's like the stats that are good for the sword or i want the the caster set for the for the you know the magic thing and when you change to that weapon you'll actually change your equipment so you'll change all your stats you don't have to like oh well i need to have stats that are good for this and this or you know Mm -hmm. pick one and then like this one suffers which you do a lot in neo uh you're just kind of one set of gear and then you change your weapons but here that's the weapon and the gear are very tied together is there materia not that i see uh materia what wasn't that's final fantasy 7 thing yeah materia wasn't a thing in um Final Fantasy One, which is this game is a prequel to, so I doubt oh, prequel. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you, big uh, that big guy in the trailer is Garland, who's like the, yeah, the, oh, the he's in the he's in the he's in the demo yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the final boss of the demo. I did not Got beat it. him. I did not put in the time to to finish him. Uh, maybe I will. Maybe I won't. I don't know. 
but so it, yeah. Do, does it seem good? It seems fine. Like, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to say from like one level and where is yeah. this in the game? And it definitely seems more accessible than something like Neo because it's just, there's a lot less going on. Like, because Neo, there are so many, like, you know, stance changes and types of weapons and uh, systems going on that are, it's very difficult. Uh, everything in Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin is much more streamlined hmm. uh, and, or, you know, simplified in a way that there's still challenge there, but it doesn't seem like there's as much of a hill to climb to get good as it were <laughs> cool uh if the game will be good overall hard to say right now like i think that'll depend a lot on what they do with the with jed and ash and if the like what the how the combat kind of changes and evolves because there's only like there's a handful of enemies in the demo but they're not like the most interesting things uh and but yeah i i think there's potential there it just kind of depends on how expansive it gets and what they let you get do cool i want to i want to get the the neo collection from i have a voucher for a free game on the the mm -hmm sony rewards website but it's sold out you you really could just stocking. play neo 2 you, you don't you yeah don't yeah but if it's free you know sure my yeah. other options are mlb the show which i buy every year and then don't ever play so i'm not <laughs> doing it this year and sorry chris and it's free and uh <laughs> yeah but or guilty gear which i've heard somewhat mixed things about from people uh even though it looks awesome or a bunch of games I already have, or get something cheaper that isn't worth the full yeah. value of my voucher. So it's like, yeah, eh, the one I really want is Neo Collection. I'll wait to see if they restock yeah. it before my voucher. Is that expires. both games, or is it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. yeah. No. Okay. Then it's worth it. Yeah. 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 Uh, definitely. Um, yeah. The, those that Neo. I didn't finish Neo Two. I meant to finish it, but that that, that game's good. Uh, and Stranger Paradise seems like it could be good. Like, I trust that studio, and, you know, it's early enough that... That's good to hear, because the trailer just made it look it, bad. But I don't like, care if it looks like yeah. a PS2 game if it plays really well. It it, it plays fine. Yeah. Uh, like, totally. yeah, it, it didn't look like, like a PS2 game, but it looked yeah. rough. It didn't look wonderful. No. Yeah. Uh, and it's hard to say, like, did they put a date on that? I don't think so. Mm, okay. It's I think like, it just said 2022. So. Okay. So next year. And like they, you know, uh, I, it's hard to say what Neo was like. I can't remember what it was like when I played like those betas or whatever. But the, that's the thing that they do. They do, they do is, take the feedback. Yeah. Right? They do some, they'll do like their demos are more than just feel like more than just marketing, uh, yeah. which is, which is nice. Yeah, Square has been pretty good about that kind of stuff. Like they did that well, with uh, pro they, uh, the project uh, Octopath. Like, yeah, they know. release a lot of rough games. So they, they put out the, they they put out the demos, and then they go, "Okay, what do you? Oh, 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 yeah, oh, like we, project mm. triangle yeah. strategy and so on." Has that, has that had a thing out? Oh, that did have a demo. Huh? It did. It did have a yeah. demo. Yeah. Yep. Uh, wish they would do that with their Western studios. 
uh-huh. they make things. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, or yeah. Tomb Raider. And poor fucking Avengers. And mm-hmm. I'm, I don't mean uh, to be Day negative about anything Sam's excited about, but that Guardians game looks really fucking rough to me. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll talk more about that uh, yeah, pretty we'll soon. There. But uh, I mean, yeah, that's it for Final Fantasy. Yeah. Uh, we can we'll get there now. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, gonna hop that's into sort the of news why I bring it up because I think it's a good yeah, transition. We're already talking about Final Fantasy and Square, so let's let's start with the hottest show of the show, Great. Square Enix press conference or the you know event, whatever they want to call it. Uh, it was like half an hour, or no, no, like the the Guardian it, stuff was almost half an hour. It, it, it was forty five <laughs> minutes, and twenty minutes of it was Guardians. Yeah, yeah, rough. Uh, and then they did a little bit about Stranger Paradise at the end. Uh, yep. So yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy game. Uh, eh. I, I don't think we, we have, have Idos Montreal. We have yeah, a we lot of to stuff here. So we do. everything, um, but yeah. That event pretty, was really bad. Pretty cold on the way that that whole thing played out. The whole event overall, it, like mm-hmm. it, it seemed like all the games individually for this. Well, we're not going to talk about every single game, but yeah, for the yeah. Square Enix event, it seemed like they had Guardians and they had the Final Fantasy Origin, Stranger Paradise thing that they were excited about. Then everything else just kind of got. You know, a couple seconds. It's like, oh yeah, yeah we got this too. We'll throw it away. Think, it was, like, it was, so it was just people don't really get the wrong impression. Really, I think every one of those games that they showed has potential. Like, oh, totally. Guardians game could end up being fucking awesome to play. Just because it looked yeah. rough doesn't mean that it might not be a great yeah. game. But yep. just the way that the the presentation, the, the presentation, was the, was the so event, the event rough. was terrible. Yeah, like was, like Life yeah. is Strange looks really good. The way they presented it. Not very it was good. it was not good. Yeah, that art style, the, the the like art they what was that during the Nintendo thing? That was Nintendo. Yeah, the best the best presentational thing they had for Life is Strange was, was that in the cool Nintendo conference. animated art style that they did for like yeah. the little like bumper. Which isn't in the game? The, no, no, it's <laughs> no. not. But <laughs> but if was, you want a game that looks like that, watch yeah. out for Goodbye Vol- Volcano High. <laughs> and also was just like a pretty a nice presentational way for them to introduce that 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 those games were coming to switch and like, they couldn't even do something like that. Like, why wouldn't you just put that in the square Enix? Thing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, um, um, what, what overall, else was in the square like, Enix thing? I can't remember. Uh, there was the so, platinum thing. Babylon. Babylon. Oh Hall. yeah. That yeah. looked bad. And then it's it a looked, surface game. It's a live so service like, game. So that's one of those things where I think that, right. You know, like stranger right. of paradise, I think that game could end up being really good, but they just showed it in a really rough way yeah that was not compelling at all it and is, then they spent yeah. a lot of time talking about how it's basically just near automata's combat yeah they without, even oh they even brought in yoko taro and stuff like yes to say, that's the oh. whole point of the game is <laughs> that they they decided to turn near automata's combat into a, sur- a service I, game i yeah, yeah what <laughs> why yeah. there was like well, one point I want to say, and I may be misquoting, but one of the people on there said, like, the most compelling part of Nier Automata was its combat system or something uh, like that. Or, like, uh, fans fell in like, love with Nier Automata's combat yeah. system. And it's like, dog, did, did you listen to what anybody had to say about that game? Because the combat was boring. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was I'm fine, at, but it was boring. I'm looking at a list. I'm just going to really hit, quickly hit this, like, where they talked about that Hitman sniper phone game. They talked about the Nier phone game. They talked about. Uh, the Final Fantasy remake phone games and mm-hmm. Legend of Mana and stuff, and they spent like 
between 20 to 50 seconds basically on all of those and like mm-hmm. then it was just like they really just wanted to like jump over it and skip over it and be like oh yeah we got this dude now let's go on to something else and that's what the whole thing felt like it was it was like they were constantly just wanting to skip to something else except for guardians well and like they could have shaved Ugh. they could have shaved five minutes off of guardians and talked about those final fantasy they, remakes and i think people would have yeah. actually been interested to hear more about what those things are yeah know? man like, they could have shaved a lot of guardians by not playing the exact same footage over and over again. Well, yeah. yeah. And, and this just spent so long of people talking about it. And when it's sounds like a pretty simple game, it's not even like Avengers where like, not that Avengers turned out great, but the, like, I wanted to hear people talk about it because I wanted to understand what it was. Whereas yeah. this guardians game is like, it's a character action game where you play as star Lord and, can yep. command the other characters done that's it I don't, that's all yep. you need to tell me is you can make like, choices but but one of the things i found funny is like oh you make all these choices and then they clearly show right as the choice is about to matter that you can just change your mind it doesn't matter <laughs> it's like wow okay well, so i don't even care to, about any of that stuff at this stage yeah. of the, that game so i don't know it was i don't know maybe it'll be great but it was a bad okay. conference the the yeah the choice they showed in that didn't have any consequence because they basically was we're going to make the choice and then we're not going to show you what happens for it but we're going to show that you can change your mind later which that's fine like if you're going to go through a thing like you have a last minute like do you want to change your mind up like it all depends on what the actual outcome of that choice later on is because if like you can just like walk back, oh, oh no, that was a bad sh- like I don't like that outcome. Like that's one thing, or you know, if you're like, oh, actually, I want to go through a different way. That's one thing. If it's I don't like that outcome, I want to undo that. Then that's like, what are we even doing here? Yeah, totally. Uh, like, but yeah, that, maybe that as you get more context, long. yeah, yeah, it was too long, but it was also too short. It was weird. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I anyway, I kind of skipped through anyways. and was not sold on the we combat. Could- but we could talk like 40 we could yeah. talk the length of each of these press conferences about each of them yeah well but not i would say i would say not ubisoft or capcom because those were both also bad those are almost like yeah those are almost skippable the like the uh, ubisoft thing was writer's republic looks rad yes i'm very excited yeah, for that totally game. that's the one thing and again this is i think the point here is there's games at all of these things that look mm. like it's great that they're doing resident evil village dlc yeah um yep. It's just that the presentations yeah, yeah. were not impressive. It, I mean, no. basically hearing people say like, oh, people are probably just trying to keep in good with the ESA. So when E3 does come back, they can just yeah. say, hey, we were there. Fine. Give us a good booth. I also don't think this is like, I think the one aspect between the Square, uh, Capcom and Ubisoft, I think the one thing is Ubisoft, fuck that company still. And mm-hmm. fuck Ease Guillermo in particular. Like dudes, dude just fucking thinks he can come on stage and or on camera and be like oh i'm the sprightly happy eves again when Mm -hmm. that company is still has immense problems that are not being addressed and not being fixed even after he's promised multiple times outside of the media's eye that they will be like fuck off that's the one thing i would say about nothing against the people on those teams working on those games who are the victims of this shit but like from an upper management level i would definitely say fuck ubisoft but like square and and capcom I have nothing against the stuff they're making or nothing against the the the, the games yeah, themselves. The presentations have just been boring. <laughs> yeah, there's 
it's mutually exclusive a bad presentation from bad games i wouldn't say any of the games they showed like at any of these look particularly bad some look no like not my jam that's fine like but uh is it's purely the presentations were bad except for a couple conferences which we will get to (laughs) right exactly um i also heard i didn't watch it apparently the cock coke media whatever thing was really terrible that oh, was basically was just like a recruitment video. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. They, I, they, they, they. I watched them talk, quote, like kind of talk over it on Nextlander, but they ultimately just were watching footage of old E3s because there was nothing worth talking over. So huh. they would, they would close the old E3 footage and pull up the the Coke Media thing whenever they would actually show a game. But usually, what it was was they'd show a game trailer. And there was like one that looked interesting to me and I can't remember what it was called. Um, <laughs> and then they would talk to the developers about what it's like to work with Coke media for like 20 minutes after. Wow. Really? Um, not 20 minutes, but like five to 10 minutes of someone just interviewing Oof. developers from the team about what it's like working with Coke media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was, was, it was not, I think um, I almost certainly they may be, misrepresented it a bit on social media and stuff. It was not an official E3 thing. As far as I know, Mm -hmm. Um, I think maybe the whole point initially was we, this is for developers who are looking for a publisher. This is, I don't think Mm -hmm. it was really a, a a thing made for consumers to watch. It didn't have that feel at all. It felt very much like a, like a, the sort of thing you would see if you went to like GDC and, Uh um, and, and we're like going to a networking thing or something. It, it's like almost what you would see behind E3, like back closed door conversations. Yeah, exactly. It, That's it, interesting. Come join the Embracer group. Yeah, it had no um, air of of like being for fans to watch at all. Um, okay. Um, in my opinion, I, I'm looking through what games were there. There was the Chant. Is that the one? No. There's Crossfire Legion. There's Dolmen. No. Echoes no. of the End. Encased. In Final mm, Form. Gun Final Brave Form might have been it. Okay. It's there was like name. it was like a sci-fi shooter that looked kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, it looks like that could be this. Yeah, no, uh, this isn't expands um, on the edge of the known universe in a race against an unstoppable plague to prevent the last celestial being, essence of life and creation. There was one of them that looked really bad. One sci-fi shooter that looked really bad. It looked like <laughs> a bad version of Returnal to me. Again, gore. Maybe again, they. <laughs> they um, who knows with these things? They all seem super yeah. early too. So they didn't even look like they were the yeah. games they were showing were really made for people to be looking at them yet. Uh, yeah, totally. So, yeah. Anyways. All right. Uh, I wonder if part of the thing that made so many of these presentations bad was they like they're going overly in depth on some of these things is because media isn't there to like see them and play it and, and write about it probably and talk about it and be like here's what this thing is and for uh, what, so uh, they're like we need to and like you know remote demos like are possible but they're still like they're touchy and iffy so uh, if they're just like oh we're gonna put it all out there for everyone to see but it could have been like and go to our youtube channel to get like a I've more talk- in-depth look at yeah. this stuff i've whatever. talked to a couple people about the that had access to the the e3 portal and it sounds like it was a waste of time to even get into that. Like there was nothing there. Um, yeah. So it's not like they had much material for press to talk about. I think some yeah. people were booking remote appointments to see games, but yeah, who knows if it was even worth it to do that for square for a lot of their stuff. It may have just been mm-hmm. like, well, this is a poorly paced show, but 
And what I'll say is like, I know multiple people. One of them is Sam, who is really fucking excited for that Guardians game now, and mm-hmm. appreciated them talking about it for twenty minutes. So of course, yeah, <laughs> it, it worked for it worked for some. And he's not the yeah. only one that I've seen. It yeah, for exactly. People. Yeah. Um, I, so it's the presentation fine. of it was poor. Like quality yeah, of the game. I guess my point knows, is, but yeah, I think we are a hyper specific group of people. True. And the number of people who give a shit about whether the presentation was good or not, it may seem large because we've built very specific Twitter spaces that talk extensively about sure. it. But yeah, we're probably following roughly 40% of all people who actually care about it. You know, like the actual number of people, mm-hmm. most people, when it filters through people like us go, oh, Guardians game. Awesome. From the people who made mm-hmm. Deus Ex. Cool. Uh, and that's yeah. all that really matters at the end of the day. Yeah, I I think people have been a little over the top with like, oh, this is like a terrible presentation, the worst worst E three presentation I've ever seen. I don't. It's think not anything, the worst ever. I don't no, think Konami anything one. from this. Uh, oh no, it's the EA presentation where all they had was footage of developers sitting at computers with like wireframes. Well, that was and also, the worst E three oh, presentation yeah, sure. I've ever seen. That's <laughs> one of them, yeah. If you had, I mean, I can't think of an expectation that wasn't really met from the, like I didn't have any expectations for the square Enix show. It would have been cool to see Mm -hmm. 16 final fantasy 16. Yeah. But like, but I I expect that at Sony. So exactly. Yeah. There's a, there's a clear reason why I wasn't there. Same thing with cap. I mean, would have been awesome to see like dragon's dogma two announced, but yeah, there was not a whole lot at any of these three. I would have liked to have seen more new stuff from Capcom, but at least hearing, Oh, they've now started on DLC. So they didn't have plans really until like it, like it did well. And now, okay, now we're going to make DLC for it, uh, which Which is probably good, but it is good because it means that they, can look at what people are, were saying about what they liked yeah. about village and, yeah. and leverage that for their DLC. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, none of this stuff was disappointing to me in the way that certain conferences in the past have been from different, sure. different companies. Yeah. I think if Nintendo and, had really beefed it this year, I would have been more down on the show overall. Yeah. But, I was going to say you know, some of the conferences were good. Yeah. Speaking of, we should talk about the good ones. Yeah. Uh, those ones uh, sure. interesting. Did, did you guys watch the wholesome direct? Cause I definitely did. No, I but it sounded not. good. It like was really good. good. Stuff. It it had a lot of games. Um, like it was just freaking going a mile a minute uh, of just good games. But it was it was all represented really well. It was all um, every one they showed looked interesting for a different reason. And there's definitely like I would pay. Uh, I think they showed seventy five games overall, and there was like a big block at the end where it was just like twenty of them just in a row. Um, but like I wish listed probably about ten of them. They least. um. That that's the wholesome direct people are really good at um, uh, hitting their presentational style is just very good. So even at their worst, like they're able, they they, they do a good job with putting together the, the the show part of it. So I'm not surprised. Oh, huh. I, I should I should go and watch that just because uh, with everything happens when like I'm asleep basically oh, yeah. at E3. Uh, yeah, it totally all happens is. at like 2 AM or, you know, um, so yeah, timing on the stuff is, and then like a lot of it is like during the work week for me. So I just like, I have to watch it like after work or whatever. And like, there's only yeah. so many hours in the day, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's... stuff like the, I didn't catch the devolver showcase. I didn't catch, 
uh, it was okay. the wholesome direct. Um, but it is still like, wholesome... I know there are games there I want to see. Like, uh, what is this? Uh, Shashingo, I'm looking at the wholesome mm. games page, is learn Japanese through photography. Oh, yeah, that one that looks cool. Neat. That one's really that cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, check out the YouTube video for the Wholesome Direct. It's uh, They have timestamps for everything and chapters, so it's very easy to just kind of look through and thumb through. Yeah. It's. Wholesome Direct was really good. And it was also, it was also hosted by Waking Oni, Derek, and then Kim Chika and the V-Tran. So, Victoria Tran. It was. Cool. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. So. Uh, anything you said you wish listed 10 games on there? Anything in particular oh, that caught your eye? That's. A lot of them, I don't know. Like the for all for different give me, reasons. Give me your top three most fuckable wholesome games. Um, uh, uh, yeah, well, you don't have to fuck them. Just top three wholesome games from this direct <laughs> off the top of your uh, head. It doesn't have to be. If you change your mind later, that's okay. You're uh, the fact that so you many. think Alex will be. Alex is going to talk about each game like, individually. For do the you next want me to hours. talk about? I want, I want three names. Three names. Three names only. Snacko looked really interesting. Okay, Snacko. Uh, Hot Pot for One is one I've been following because I know some of the developers. Or no, sorry, not Hot Pot for One. There's another Hot Soup Pot. Soup Pot is the one that I actually know some of the developers. But okay. Hot Pot for One also looks good. There was um oh what was it called? There's like a cat. Cat Cafe Manager, which looks very okay. endearing. Oh, there was the oh, what was it called? There was like uh, the GPK. No, no, there were your three. You did your three. You did your three. All what right. was it called? What was the, there, it, there was it, a one about a band, and that one okay. stood out as uh, we are I heard OFK. About that one, that that one looks amazing. Cool. So, if I had to pick one, OFK was the one that I was. I came away from being like, "What the fuck is this? Honestly, I need to play I it." Think- I think that particular <laughs> show is the one that's the most valuable for you to just go watch because you're going to yeah. hear so much about everything that they're at, totally. at Microsoft yeah. and Nintendo um, that the Wholesome Direct is probably the one that's yeah. going to give you the most new information that you won't get through other osmosis. Uh, yeah. Like there was some stuff showed about Skatebird that made me way more interested in that game, which I, before I was like, yeah, it seems fine. But they showed some stuff that's like, yeah, that looks kind of cool now. I hope it's more um, good to, to play when it comes out. Cause, yeah. It looks like uh, there's been a lot of. I think. I saw the developer tweeting about like weird screen resolutions they're supporting, and Pat cool. supports ultra wide. Great, yeah. <laughs> I I really like following um, uh, Glass Bottom Mag as a developer because they're really yeah. uh, they have a lot of really good insight and are just an enjoyable Twitter follow. Yeah, um, but um, I I wasn't super enthused with the the the, with feel, the demo. Game demo, feel yeah. with with the demo uh-huh. that came up. but but they've also been working on it yeah a lot a lot since yeah. then. a so lot that a is lot. no yeah. bearing on what the final product is going to yeah. be like and yeah. it looks great um, so lake looks good uh, bird problems look I, good lake, I, game lake director looks, story looks good I, lake looks fucking I, awesome when actually. i um, saw I, there was a trailer for lake sometime <laughs> lake, last prepare year prepare to cry <laughs> <laughs> a trailer almost made me cry last year when it first like the first trailer dropped yeah. uh, i'm not playing the demo because i just want to play that when it comes out yeah, but same, that was like same. oh be a mailman in oregon okay i'm uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. country yeah, so, roads <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i'll make sure to put a link to turns out if you want to make people cry in a, in a video game pacific northwest may be the best setting you can go with yeah life is strange uh, proved it yeah, exactly. um, but yeah, I'll I'll make sure to leave a link to the wholesome direct in our show notes because I think it, le- fewer people saw that one. It seems like 
and I'm just going off like kind of names of games. Uh, I don't have anything like for sure, but it seems like there are maybe a lot more Japanese indie devs on this show than I would have expected, uh, which is cool. Totally. Yeah, like that, yeah. that scene seems to be getting a lot more like exposure outside of just Japan now. And I, I saw some headline where Microsoft was saying more devs have more Japanese indie devs have Xboxes than ever before. So that's cool. I didn't know uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if that scene is getting more like international recognition, that's good. Cause I feel like we rarely, like I rarely see Japanese indie games like talked about or like yeah, usually not at myself. Like, not, I'm not, like, not at I'm not really. Yeah. I'm like, it's yeah. more like aware of them. Someone's like, Oh, this game's really good. And then yeah. you find out, but, but, and yeah. then like, uh, it's like, and then 95% of the time it's Toho. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, so that's the wholesome direct. Uh, then there was Microsoft. That was kind of yeah. the first big show. Or it at was least good. The, the first good, good show. I, I, think I guess I, I don't know. Wholesome direct was before that. Maybe I don't know. I it was think before. I'm just very, yeah. very hot on Forza. The more I reflect on the rest of that show, the more I'm like, no, I, I really I liked a lot of what was in the show, but I just want to say last yeah. week we had this whole conversation, like five oh, minutes, where you were like, trust me, they, had... they shouldn't make Forza 5. And I was a Forza trust, Horizon trust 5. Me. I'm like, mm. As I watched the trailer, I was like, and this is why I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs> I had I had like not funny, not funny, actual like real imposter syndrome moment of like, why do I ever say anything out loud? I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so believe me. It's that okay. It's okay. Um, but I, I will say, I think part <laughs> of it is that that Forza trailer looked so leaps and bounds better visually than anything I would have expected them to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, when I was talking about that last week, Ray I was thinking of it more from the perspective of like, if they just make a game Mexico. that looks like Forza Horizon 4, but set it in Mexico, I'm not sure that that's enough for me to be interested. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the way they are bringing that environment to life Mm-hmm. Um, is so impressive to me that I think it really is a big deal. I think this is an example. You know, we talk all the time about like next gen doesn't mean a huge, huge leaps and bounds in gameplay. It's it's mm-hmm. it's all about visual fidelity, and it's the visual fidelity even really going to be that much higher, or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is an example of like the things they're doing with visual fidelity to me actually impact the gameplay because of what the nature of the game is Mm -hmm. and the fact that the environment needs to be a character in such a way. Mm -hmm. And it seems like these visual enhancements, because I went back and played some Forza Horizon four because I was excited and game is still fantastic to play. It's beautiful, but it doesn't have the same vibrant feeling that they show in that trailer for for five where, you know, the dust is kicking up in specific ways and the storms are, are rolling across the the environment. Like they will talk about storms. Um, And uh, so I, I think I think um, as much as I I did feel like an idiot as I was getting excited for it, I, I there is it was much more impressive than I was expecting it to be. Yeah, uh, like based on what what they showed. And I would also say Halo Infinite looked much more impressive than I thought it would be from uh, what they were showing there. I was like, it looks like that would actually be good. a fun. It looks game. a lot better visually. I'm, it's still a Halo I, to me. I, I don't care about the visuals. It just looked like it would actually be kind of interesting to play. It just it. I didn't get anything from that Halo presentation. <laughs> I thought that the multiplayer stuff that they showed the next day um, was yeah. more exciting to me. I'm actually, I don't know that I'll buy the, I mean, I have Game Pass now. I might just 
I might, I'll probably have it then. So I don't know if yeah. I'll play the single player stuff, but I actually mm-hmm. am pretty excited for Halo's multiplayer because yeah. it's it's going to be free so I can get my friends who don't. I have mm-hmm. friends who are like, I will never pay for a subscription service in my life. Mm-hmm. And so they would never buy Game yeah. Pass. Um, yeah. yeah, well, we've been over my friend, yeah. friends. <laughs> before on the show and off it they, um, they have quirks it's fine <laughs> yeah uh but but they i said you know oh halo multiplayer is going to be free and they're like oh that's awesome we can actually play it and stuff and the stuff yeah. with like battle passes being like permanent available for a limited time but something you can always work on so that's sort of a, sound, yeah it sounds like actually you can just buy them forever i thought yeah. there was like mm. they're kind of going to rotate yep. when you can buy them but it sounds like they're just you can buy them at any point that is i have always wanted someone to do a battle pass system where you can just equip the one you want to work on but keep them all in yeah. a like deck of cards and yeah not they've been always apparently doing that. that with the master chief collection I didn't even know Master Chief Collection had battle passes. Like it's so. like Same. it's not like battle pass in like the traditional sense, but it is like yeah, a, a like they're kind of like seasonal passes, and then but they they remain there. And if you can just dedicate like okay, I want to work on this one, or I want to work on this one, uh, and they're keeping that going into the. I think it just uh, makes, Halo Infinite. I think it's it's more friendly to players yes, that way, one hundred percent. Yeah, and and I think it's better. And I think especially if you want to sell a subscription service. You know, it's a much better in for to do it that way, um, yeah. And 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 give people flexibility and access to things all, all the time. I mean, hopefully, yeah. like I, hopefully, Halo doing it will be like a like maybe. pressure on the rest of the industry. I cause, if cause Halo like, Infinite is like good and has legs, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, I will say that replaced game looked fucking awesome which one's replaced mm-hmm. it's the that one, one that kind of looked really like cool. it's kind of like the cyberpunk. sword and sorcery but oh, uh, okay. cyberpunk like that really yeah. pixel arty kind of thing that, 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 that one did look awesome, awesome. yeah that looks super cool um I, and and redfall looked really cool too yeah redfall looked cool too yeah. Summer, somerville looked really interesting yeah uh, that was the one with like the kid and the it, alien invasion kind of stuff i think <laughs> that Made me I, think I, of uh, what's uh, the, the Kentucky Route Zero, like what? If yeah, Kentucky totally. Route yeah. Zero met like War of the Worlds. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. That's what I thought too. I think I'm really into all the stuff they showed. I think my yeah. my 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 few criticisms of that presentation is one. I think that that Starfield one. It's fucking hilarious that that Starfield thing leaked twenty minutes like, early because yeah. of the Washington Post. <laughs> like, yep getting time zones uh, wrong or know, something who knows i love gene but park 20 so minutes that doesn't Parks, well gene park said it wasn't him either no so. no no i'm saying just generally i don't i am not oh, a fan of the yeah. washington post as an institution uh-huh, yeah, yeah okay. personally i think they yeah. really suck but i do like gene mm-hmm. park a lot but so that's why i was cackling over the fact that wash especially because mm-hmm. it wasn't gene park's fault mm-hmm. or like yeah. thing yeah. that that uh that they're the ones who fucked up arguably <laughs> the biggest embargo of the show yeah yeah, uh, yeah. almost assuredly yeah <laughs> uh it's a good thing they on top of that, that yeah and then on top of that that thing was boring i mean i'm maybe didn't the show most anything. excited i'm maybe yeah. the most excited for starfield of anybody on the podcast as a huge bethesda game studios fan and a huge sci-fi space rpg fan that trailer didn't show shit it was nothing no. it was like it showed the release date it's 11 years after Skyrim. Did it though? <laughs> did it show the release date? <laughs> because like good point. I mean, it showed a date. Given the fact that they had no gameplay, I understand it's over a year out, but that game's been in development since what, like 2017. Um, 
It sounded and, like it was in very light development at that point, but yeah, it's been. Yeah, but I guess yeah. like for our purposes as people watching the mm-hmm. show, I don't care. They announced it in like 2017. Yep. So yeah. to me as a player, that tells yep. me, I think it was. I think it was 2018, I think it was but either way. No, either I way. think it was before okay. we started doing a podcast. That's why I think it was 2017. Um I think it was at their E3 presentation. I, that, mm, I remember. Wasn't that the one with Andrew WK? No. Because it, it, it was around the time Fallout 76 came out. Uh, so that would have been during. Because it was like that same E3. They're like, we're making the online Fallout. But also, we're still working on like our single player RPGs. Yeah. We got Starfield. And then we're going to have Elder Scrolls 6. And like Starfield had been like floating around and like, you know, the rumors. But I'm pretty sure it was. 20 was 2018 was fallout 76 well uh uh, i'm trying to find as i'm trying to find it too i'm curious uh because then i remember the next year uh you were saying like if they're not going to show starfield or uh, elder schools what is the point of bethesda doing a show (laughs) well sort of i mean um it doesn't stay on their Wikipedia article. No, so it I doesn't. Don't wanna, but uh. but either way, the, the the it was heavily rumored before. Yes, well it was. Before it, it was ever shown to. Yes, one hundred percent. But I'm pretty so sure twenty eighteen was I'm the reveal. Either way, if it was twenty eighteen, that's still three years of development time. And I yeah. understand. I'm not saying main games is hard. This isn't a me trying to like shit on them too hard. Yeah. Um, but I think it is reasonable as a as someone who as an enthusiast to expect after three years of development that you might get to see like a little bit of, or at least learn <laughs> mm-hmm. a little bit about the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I bet that game's a mess. That game is ugh, probably, it could on be fire right now. That's what I'm oh. saying is that's why I, I'm not sure that it's like, going to hit a November uh, release date. So, Wait, so, I, so with them not having to put the time in to make like a vertical slice for E three, you know, maybe it uh, yeah, so, things are Pat, I have, feasible. I have questions about two other games that were shown, just because uh-huh. I know they're ones you care about. What did you think of the flight simulator thing? Oh, that that's super funny. That's it was very cool. funny. The the, yeah. top, the gun. Top, gun. top gun stuff. Yeah, that's uh, funny. And what did I, and oh, sorry, go for it. The more exciting stuff about flight simulator, they actually I don't think they showed it there, which is they're doing a bunch more. Um, like the, the the support for that thing is like it's quieter because it's more of an enthusiast thing for a niche mm-hmm. audience. It is perhaps one of the best supported games ever made. They it's great after it's modeling cool. the whole world with their Bing map data. They're now just by hand filling in the yep. gaps and going yep. back and passing Fine-tuning. over all of the places that have some kind of rough. So I race with some Finnish folks and they announced that they're doing a huge pass of Northern Europe and Finland. Um, and, uh, it's like, and they were like, this is really cool because there's actually like some, a lot of Hills in Finland that are lakes in the way that they pulled the map data. Mm -hmm. So they're going Mm -hmm. back by hand and fixing all of that stuff on a like mile by mile basis. It's incredible. It's (laughs) just like a Sobo just deserves nothing. And then on top of that, they're also making plague, a plague tale sequel. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. On top of supporting flight simulator better than maybe anyone has ever supported a video game. Yeah. Uh, okay. it's, it's wild. I have the other game here. What uh, did you think of the Sea of Thieves stuff they showed? Eh, it's silly. I don't know. If it gets more people to play Sea of Thieves, cool. I don't I don't have that much affection for the Pirates of the Caribbean series. I liked those movies. Very I haven't seen like, very timely. Though. The very yeah. timely with this Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean tie on like what? Uh, okay. 
I didn't. But feel I will uh, say it got that one. <laughs> it got some of my friends to want to play Sea of Thieves, and we played some Sea of Thieves sure. over the past week. So that's that's, that's enough cool. for me. It, I, I it like looks sea of Thieves a lot, like so. a much more like interesting game than it did at launch. Let me so. sure, tell totally. you if you, <laughs> Sea of Thieves at 144 hertz with the graphics like max the fuck out at 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 1440p one of the most incredible looking things you can possibly do with the video game. Awesome. It w- I was like, I just stood and stared at the water for like 10 minutes. <laughs> when, yeah, when that we water does look good. It's, it is, and it looks damn good at 144 hertz. Awesome. Uh, yeah, that's a, it's a, a good game. Yeah. The only other one I want to talk about and mention from that, because it was a good conference. Stalker 2 looks really awesome. I can't wait. I love Stalker, the first game. Ah, yes. I mean, it's one of the greats, in my opinion, I'm very interested to see if Stalker 2 lives up to what they showed because Stalker yeah. 2 has been oh, in development two, for like 20 years, not 20 years, but like at least 10. Yeah, It's like 12, I think is the real number. And yeah, my understanding is that it has been largely spearheaded by one guy <sighs> and he's sort of been like working with rotating teams of people trying to get a team to click and actually make the, the damn game. Um, weird, weird, and, weird. So we'll see. I was very surprised to see it. It wasn't a surprise to see it at all because I knew it was coming eventually or it was in development because it mm. has been forever. It's very surprised to see it at Microsoft and I'm excited that they seem to have faith in it because Microsoft doesn't pick these games up if they don't think there's something there. They're, they're pretty like, yeah, yeah. they're not they're a picky. media. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're um, much pickier. They're not always right. You know, um, medium ended up being kind of rough. Primarily yeah, from a narrative perspective, we, but also we, we happy a, few was fine. Yeah, um, yeah. So Microsoft isn't always on on target, but they try. Um, so mm-hmm. that means they must see something in Stalker. Some they must have shown them something that was impressive. Yeah, uh, Red Redfall looks rad. Looks yeah. really cool. I need to know <laughs> uh, more I mean, about what arcane, it is. But it's arcane, yeah. so it's uh, like the one thing that had me like eh is like oh it's multiplayer. But if that's you know if you don't have to do multiplayer and how that works out. We'll I think it's all um, going to be how it the problem with as someone who plays a lot of co-op games with a group the problem that is always encountered is how does multiplayer work is it a situation yeah. where you host a session and now I come into your session mm-hmm. and I have to play from your point in the story like what it, right. it, yeah. I think the structure of that game is going to make or break is it going to be like a, a a Left 4 Dead, Back for Blood, uh, you know, co-op? Well, they said like, it's open world. Run missions. So, okay. Um, okay. That's the thing that I think a lot of people missed. A bunch of people I've talked to I about did, it. I did like, miss that. Yeah. Yes, it is an open world game. That's where it's, it mm-hmm. to me, it looked gameplay-wise actually kind of like Sunset Overdrive, but yeah, sure. with perhaps more <laughs> sure. focus and immersive fo- and mm-hmm. stuff and not as fast, yeah. um, which could be really cool. Um, but if it's a situation where like, I'm bringing a character into your game and mm-hmm. we're progressing your story and I'm not getting anything for it. That feels bad. And if it's a thing where we all need to be playing together all the time to get the most out of it as a group and I can't jump on and play it myself while you're busy, that yeah. could feel bad. So it's just yeah. going to depend on what that yeah. what it looks like, like, I think. Yeah. I trust yeah. Arcane. Like they oh, make incredible games. Uh, yeah. Just, I don't, this is just new territory for it. It, it, so, it is. So that's why uh, I, I but, need to see more to be yeah. on board. And it may be the kind of thing where the co-op is weird, and but it's just a great game. And so yeah. you yeah. want to yeah, play like, through it single player or something? I mean, who knows? Um, like maybe like a Dying Light type situation, because that game kicked ass. Yeah. 
Dying Light handled co-op pretty pretty well in my yeah, opinion. So if um, they if they did it kind of like that, I would be totally yeah, in. There's totally potential for that. Yeah. Uh, so hey, uh, but it's I'm interested in it. That's for sure. I was pretty into Atomic Heart that trailer. I'm really glad that they found money because that game started uh-huh. as a very indie thing, and I think the reason it's taken so long is because it was going to be a lot smaller in scope, but then publishers took interest in it and they found mm-hmm. one and then started getting more resources and building a larger team. Cause that game looks really cool. Yeah. It looks bizarre in a and, good way. And then last week after the podcast, we watched the reveal trailer for battlefield 2042. Oh yeah. And we then did. they showed the gameplay the during game the so Xbox. It looks really good. Like yeah. I, I have, I am not I, a battlefield person. I, I almost got in on I, battlefield, I, uh, whatever one. the most recent. Oh, five, five, five. Battlefield five. Yeah. I almost got yeah. in on that, but I was like, eh, yeah. but I think I'll get it on battlefield 2042. Oh, it looks so far. I, I, I pre-ordered it. Ridiculous. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a pre-ordery till, person, but I'm going to wait a little bit on it just because I want to see when the dates are for the beta. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. going to be buying that big game. Yeah. It looks like, the evolution I've wanted from I mean, like Battlefield three and four, like, and mm-hmm. you but, want to talk about my picky friends? I was like, you need to watch this trailer, and every one of them was like, "We're not going to buy Call of Duty this year. We're just going to play." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I, like, I so wonder good. if that's actually this is actually going to be because I've seen several people be like, "I don't care about like these kinds of games, but holy shit, Battlefield 2042." Yeah. Well, and what's amazing. funny, what's funny is a lot of the cool stuff in it is very reminiscent of Battlefield 3 and 4 to me, which exactly. I'm excited about. So, yeah. it's interesting that so many people are like, "I'm in now" because I would say if you're listening, I don't think it's on sale anymore. If you get the itch to want to play one of these kinds of games, when Battle- four. Battlefield Four is on sale, you should try it because it's, it's really good, really good, <laughs> and and very similar to a lot of the stuff you saw in the trailer. They don't, however, have the crazy dust storms, storms or tornadoes mm-hmm. yeah. and stuff. I I, I oh, think geez. the thing where I'd be concerned about doing that now is just there is like the people playing that game at this point. Are oh like, yeah, there's always good. I did. So you're just oh get, yeah like, sure oh you're there, shit there, wrecked. There's a server browser, and you can find newbie friendly servers. Um, I will say there's still like thousands of people playing it. It's it's mm-hmm. pretty impressive. Does um, it still use Battlelog? Because I actually really like yeah. Battlelog. Um, four didn't. Four had an in-game server browser, and then you used a, w- a web browser to edit right. your loadouts, which kind of oh, yeah, right. That's what it was. Four, four, <laughs> four was a bad amalgamation of Battlelog and yeah. The, okay, my the rest. I know I don't want to spend too much time on everything because otherwise we'll be here for another four hours. But with Battlefield, just with one of these games, I really hope they bring back the bad company destruction style, like just taking down walls, taking like totally destroying the environment because that stuff was awesome. With the power of the cloud, we can. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I. Yeah. uh, Oh, I had a thought and then I lost it. Oh, Psychonauts got a date finally. Yes, August twenty fifth, baby. Oh, now I remember my thought. How long <laughs> do you think they keep calling it? Like they keep doing like the Xbox or the Microsoft Bethesda showcase or whatever. How long do you think they keep saying that? Probably. Well, if Activision does shows, do they call it the Activision Blizzard showcase or does that? Yeah, but they're Blizzard? they're called Activision Blizzard. The company, yeah, is totally. Called the company it, it, is not Microsoft true. Bethesda. Yeah, yeah, but like Bethesda is a recognizable name for a lot of people, so, so I imagine it, at least for a while. Let me put this 
potential future. This is not going to happen, Uh-oh. but this is a thought that just came into my head. Oh, what if Bethesda, because there's so much name recognition there, they just start putting more of their first party studios under Bethesda. So instead mm, of it being Xbox game Beth- studios, the Bethesda that's, box, Bethesda, that's like well, a, no, they keep box. calling it Xbox, but Bethesda is like the, 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 there's like, Bethesda is the top level nesting under Xbox yeah. as like I, their first party I, is Bethesda. I would think that they learned by watching EA not to do that because of Bioware. I, I don't think <laughs> they will do that, but I think it's yeah. an interesting thought. I bet they'll call it the Xbox Bethesda showcase for at least years. one more. I, I would uh, say for a long time, um, at sure. least until Elder Scrolls Six comes out. You know what? That's a good think, point. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. yeah. So I would actually, I might actually agree <laughs> no, with that. No, that's we're twenty thirty, baby. No, that's not that game. Fuck that game. That game's in the next three to five. Are we gonna have to play sure. some bets on this? Uh, three, three. No, no, no. Three no. to five years. It's it is not coming out the year after. What? Okay, uh, sorry. Is uh, no. Starfield's coming after, right? Or is Starfield first and then it's Starfield? Starfield oh, is Starfield's next. first. Oh right, Starfield right. Sorry, of- right. It's announced for next year. Sorry. Um, they're not making anything else. They're making Starfield and Elder Scrolls. Yeah, I mean, they've said What's, Elder Scrolls is after Starfield. Oh, that for was, sure, yeah, of course. Yeah, that was, I mean, that's what they said. That's that was it's their least, yeah. That was their last. That was, so, when they. It's at least the last two time years they really talked about Starfield. Yeah, um, when they announced at, both those games, they said least. we're doing Starfield. <laughs> Afterwards, yeah, we'll go back to Tamriel they're a big or studio. I, there's people working on on Elder Scrolls Six now. I guarantee. I mean, there were there were, yeah. there were people working on uh, you know all sorts of things, but uh, yeah, yeah. It, there's no, there's I always think, someone working on something. But. I think three three to five years, probably on the longer end of that scale. But I think three to five years is when we'll maybe we'll see we'll, Elder Scrolls we'll Six. Yeah. Yeah. It'll at least get its its first hard release date in a three to five year time frame. I mean, I could see it getting pushed. Sure. And into year yeah. six or whatever, but uh, unless uh, they go back to what they were doing before and just go, okay, we're six months out. Here's the game. Here's what it looks like. I think that's amazing. possible too. Um, That'd be really cool. I think, I think like with every Bethesda game, a lot because remember, Fallout Four came out way sooner than it seemed like it was supposed to have. Like it, it did come out sooner than it should have. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong, but but I remember when they announced Fallout Four, it was like, whoa, already we're doing this now and it's going to be out now okay or then yeah. when it's you know that, that that's the date yeah um, i mean that's true was it it didn't i don't well what made it feel so soon because bethesda takes typically Forever. a really long time between their games fallout yeah. 4 skyrim came out in 2011 and then fallout 4 came out in 2015 and like yeah. yes that's four when did years fallout 3 come, but come out like it was like 2008 they did like, they did new, like oblivion did they did fallout 3 new vegas was obsidian was, though yeah, but but like it was still a new Fallout game. Did that come out in between? That was yeah. That was like yeah, it was after, in between the Fallout year after yeah. Fallout Three or so. Two years so maybe maybe that's part of what made it feel that way. Yeah, probably. But it just like, seemed. I'm, I mean, bes- like until Skyrim, they were like putting games out at a pretty good clip. Yeah, and then they were. like I but, I would say like Fallout Four was kind of the exception to like it was out for you know there was more of a gap between Skyrim than and Fallout Four than anything else up until that yeah, point. I don't know. I may be way off base. I just remember feeling at the time like I'm surprised this is coming out when it's coming out. Um, like a numbered sequel. Feels, yeah. I think sure. a lot of it had to do with the fact too that there was like 15 years between Fallout Two and Fallout Three. Sure. So yes. At yeah, the yeah. time, I remember thinking, well, Fallout Three is it. Like that's they're mm-hmm. done for a while. Um, and then. Fallout Shelter and Fallout 4 and, and New Vegas all came out in like a seven-year period 
mm-hmm. between those two. And then, then we did 76 just a couple years later. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Whereas so. if you look at Elder Scrolls, there were five years between Oblivion and Skyrim. And then mm-hmm. there, were, there were four years between Morrowind and Oblivion, five years between Oblivion and Skyrim. And now it'll probably... Over 10 years. Over 10 years between Skyrim and the next one. So it seemed... By well, they contrast. put out like a billion different versions of Skyrim in the meantime. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But it has straddled three generations at this point. Did, did, there were no, there were no new Skyrim announcements at this show. Were, were there? Not this. Nope. No, I think okay. they're. I think they're. I think they might put out a, a next gen patch. For yeah, they probably will. PS Five and or not PS Five, but for oh, Jersey I mean, X. they're they're doing. You know, I I could see them doing if Skyrim. they're if Starfield is exclusive to the Xbox. There's no fucking way they're going to continue I, to support. If they, I think it'll just be like, oh, hey, you got the Skyrim for the the PS4. Here's like an, a next gen update. Nah, I don't think so. I think it'll happen only on on Series X at this point. Uh, um, Maybe. I think the only game that they're like going to keep... Doom is Doom is getting like the the next gen update and stuff. So like, eh, yeah, but it's not on PlayStation. Yeah, it is. Uh, Doom Eternal think, is on PlayStation. Uh, I, maybe maybe it's not getting the next gen update on PlayStation. I don't think it is. Check. I thought it was. Uh, if it is, then maybe. But that sends very mixed messaging. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, Doom Eternal next gen update hits Xbox Series yep. X, PS5, and PC on June 29th. Man, what are they fucking doing? Well, then yes, they will definitely do a PS5 update for for Skyrim. I, I mean, uh, you know, they keep they're still supporting Minecraft on like. Yeah. I, I don't yeah, think that's that different to me. That I imagine, Skyrim is an incredibly popular game. I, if they can make more money off selling Skyrim, yeah, but on then the PS, why make PlayStation Five exclusive? I think that makes sense. I think Starfield being exclusive is fine. I, mean, uh, yeah, I yeah, bet. Oh, I don't Elder care. Any, I don't care about yeah. any. Of the, I, I have no I, like. I don't get like defensive about any of this shit because I, I don't care. They've already. I bet. They've already sold the game, and if they, it's already on the stores. If they could just get, you know, it's already there. They don't have to put dev time yeah, into guess, making a PS5 all, version. But, but they put of, a bunch of, of dev time into game. making a PS5 version of Starfield. Is the thing like? It, they're, yeah, but they? They, now they can cut off two years, you know, a yeah. year and a half of dev time. And is that how it works? No, I mean, but, I, like, <laughs> not at I all. Now they're but, not making a PS5 um, version, so they don't have to. They can dedicate those resources to like something else. QA resources, maybe, yeah. But like, um, yeah, Elder Scrolls, to, the new to, Elder Scrolls, I can totally see coming to PS5. Because it's historically been no. I think if they're doing no. if they're doing the Doom one on PS5, then for we sure. don't need to we don't need to do this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the, ultimately the, I don't give a shit either. They at the end of the day, it's it sucks ass that Starfield isn't coming out on PS5. Come out on everything. Uh, the, something about the the heavens, uh, sky. Yeah, uh, Nintendo Direct. <laughs> into your eyeballs i gotta i gotta pull up what was in this nintendo direct this nintendo it direct to me was good of, I okay it. it was i okay. liked it a lot there that wasn't was anything there was like a lot of stuff in there that i actually wanted to pick up my switch and play again because yeah i don't really care about my switch these days and after watching this i'm like man i want to download at least like five or six of these uh so uh they opened the show with uh a cruel cruel uh teaser uh with ganondorf dead <laughs> and then it was a Red, smash i forgot trailer, about that smash trailer for kazuya from uh tekken, tekken. throwing various <laughs> uh various smash bros characters into a volcano into the Kazuya volcano and Heihachi or want to do it was a Mexican volcano actually 
a crossover. The coming the next Smash Bros. car is a Forza Horizon car. Yep. <laughs> uh, that that was just like start with Ganondorf dead on the screen, and then that's great. Yeah, uh, Jeff Gersman was like very excited, like, "Oh my God, is Ganondorf going to be in Tekken?" He's like, "Wait, no! Oh God, why did I do this to myself? That's I got funny. excited. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that would be great." He does but, not like Smash. Uh, anyway, man. yeah, yeah. I'm looking so at a list of all the stuff they announced. I'm still into like pretty much all of it, except uh, for Mario Shin, Party. Shin Megami Tensei Five. It's, yeah. it's back finally yep. after looks being great. announced. Yeah, it looks really good with the Switch, right? Wasn't that when that game was announced? Mm-hmm. When the Switch was announced, uh, yeah, it was announced along with ago. Bayonetta Seven's Three. Right. <laughs> also, yeah. not also, which was not there, despite Kamiya uh, putting out like a picture of three Bayonetta Funko Pops before the direct. <laughs> That's amazing. It was a very funny stab. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five. It's got Jack Frost. I'm sold. Yeah, it does. He said, "Oh, yeah. oh I'm. I was good." Yep, yeah. that sold me on it. Uh, see what else? Uh, we saw more Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope. That looked good. It looked pretty good. In just yeah, like in it terms better of style, at the thing than yeah. at the Ubisoft thing. The yeah, totally. Ubisoft yeah, it was kind of loose the way they showed it at Ubisoft. Yeah, I bought weird, the. But... Bought the original Mario Rabbits for twelve bucks on that sale. I'm that's, play. that's a it's good, good price for that. Yeah, uh, I'm. People are losing their damn minds, saying like, "Oh, that game looks too good to be on a Switch. It must be proof of a Switch Pro." Like, it does no, not stop. Stop, stop looks, it. It looks fine. Stop okay. it. <laughs> First of all, lots of these games were shown running on computers. Yes, that they were developed on computers. Yes. Also, that, you can show anything you want yes. in a pre-rendered cutscene. Yeah, yep. It's that they're. It's fine. There's no. This is. I still money's on still that they that well, there is a Switch Pro. There is a redesign coming, and it's not going to be one that improves performance or plays totally. in 4K or whatever. It, it might be 1080 handheld. Maybe. Maybe. That, yeah. That maybe like the screen the, could be better on a handheld. Yeah. 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 The handheld version, but. It and like there's there's reasons there's reasons like it they doesn't run in 1080 like they don't do 1080 handheld anyway like yeah. power and stuff battery yeah. yeah yeah the battery's already bad on the switch so speaking of bad things on the switch mario party superstars yeah that it's gonna like be good for kids down. yeah it, 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 like it's, it's, it's totally targeted at kids uh, it's not for yeah, us it's uh it's got uh, updates of classic n64 mario party games and yep. you can play online my yep. mom will love that. She yep, loves it'll be, party. It'll be good for families and stuff. I, yeah. I'm not going to play it ever, but it's it, it's good yeah. for what it is. Probably, maybe, who knows? But uh, no, it did look good. Super Monkey Ball. Oh fuck hell yeah! yeah. I love oh, yeah. Super Monkey Ball. <laughs> I love me some Super Monkey Ball also. <laughs> it's I, super I, good. I'm ambivalent. I, I don't have any deprived of Super Monkey Ball as a child. Well, it's okay, Andre. Yeah, we sure. know that you don't you don't enjoy joy. So no, that's me. I'm the one who hates joy. <laughs> uh, I love uh, Super Monkey Ball because it is a pain simulator. Because you fly <laughs> off the edge and you want to fucking throw your GameCube controller yeah. at the TV. Uh, that's that's why I like Super Monkey Ball. It's not because it's cute. Like it's great. It's cute for people who like cute things. I'm not there for yeah. the aesthetic. I'm there for the crushing difficulty that some of those courses. Have. <laughs> they do get there's really hard. Yeah, there's something twisted about Alex 
of all people accusing me of not liking joy (laughs) every week he's like oh yeah i watched this anime and it's super dark and depressing (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) and also Uh, super monkey ball (laughs) never would have guessed um WarioWare, uh, get it together. Fuck, yes. I'm excited I, about that. I've got, a, I've, love got it. I've got a confession to make. You've never played a WarioWare? Yes. That's fine. They're great. They're super They're fun. They're like, um, the micro game kind of thing, it, it, WarioWare perfected it, frankly. Like, you got That's like stuff like Frobisher, Frobisher says and stuff kind of took it and ran. I'm sorry, and you got cool what? Stuff. What? What, it, what? 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 You got what? What game? Frobisher says. Oh, I've not. That, I've never heard it said that. Frobisher oh, says. Frobisher says. says. Sorry. <laughs> Frobisher says. Frobisher yeah, that game. Says. Never that game. That, that game took it and ran with it in some really fun ways too. And like Rhythm Heaven is its own thing. That's not really micro games. But I'm super excited for a new WarioWare. Yeah, it's cool that it has the co-op stuff. I think that's yeah. Great. That could be great. Uh, that could be awesome. I will. I, I'm sure that my partner and I will get a, have a lot of fun playing that. Uh, yeah, it'll be good. That Metroid reveal was so good. Fucking hell yeah! <laughs> when it that said robot. Metroid Five, when it yeah, said Metroid awesome. Five, I like <laughs> lost my fucking shit <laughs> because I knew then that what it was gonna be was like, oh my god, this is gonna be a side-scrolling it's a, Metroid. It's 2D, yeah, <laughs> they, they should have. But what oh, if? So cool. Just like they put in a carrot and then underneath scribbled in prime and then they just <laughs> skip right over but like you know what That'd be fine metroid prime four, four that game that game sucks we're metroid prime we, five. we made it we played it it's bad we're saving no. you from that now we're what on they five do, what they do is that old square enix e3 reveal of okay here's metroid prime, metroid prime four and here's metroid prime five it's an mmo yeah <laughs> and then there's also a phone game uh, yeah <laughs> and also apparently metroid dread uh, one Patrick Klepek of Waypoint reported on this mm. game showing up like 16 years, years ago. ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think he reported on it being canceled 16 years yes. ago. That's amazing. And yeah. Like IGN had a story. It was like these leaked to Turtle documents had all these games and all the games came out, like, including like, for- Super Princess Peach, except for one metroid dread i yep. wonder i'm i don't know how much of that old game is in this one it probably might just be that they uh, it sounds names, like almost it's, it sounds yeah it sounds like it had been like you know in and out of development and like yeah. canceled and restarted yeah. and stuff but man that robot character that emmy or whatever that's such mm-hmm. a cool design that's good it's um, I very it. I, I, what it, oh it's very similar very funny about the way it moves and like so it like kind of like does some like jerky robot stuff and like it stands up and then it's like oh now i'm gonna chase you and it like folds all the way back under itself like, yeah it's very cool it's like it's very it's very it reminds silly. me very much of dog from yeah Half-Life. from yes, Half-Life. Yeah. totally same like especially the like the, just the face thing it's but, more uh, agile but i definitely was like somebody played half-life while i was watching it yeah <laughs> but i i loved it yeah that, that game looks great i'll definitely play i that. i saw people like some developers that i follow and stuff saying they think it looks bad like visually and i'm like whatever what i'm talking fine. about <laughs> It's, like it looks like it looks a switch, like a switch game. game yeah <laughs> yeah like also it like i don't know i haven't gone back to like look at other trailers but like stream is never a good place to yeah it's, like some of the lighting look looks like switch light i mean it doesn't look like a ps5 game but no the fuck do you expect I, like there You're, it's a tablet the, from 2016 that it's running <laughs> yeah like yeah. I, it's it's definitely like older metroid games being like a pixely you know like more like 
Game yeah, Boy or like Famicom. Sure. Like, there's something to that art style, which we can actually get into with you know the next game that we're going to talk about. Uh, but but you know we have to. It's a different different time, so like the art is going to be different, and like they're not going to make another Metroid game that looks the exact same way. I don't think they should. They should like yeah. take advantage of the things they can do with you know modern consoles and techniques. You know, if you don't like, if you don't care for the art style or think it's like, like I think it maybe it looks a little bland. But we also we saw such a small yeah that's like thing. part of the game, so it's hard to say. But yeah. uh, speaking of the art in games, uh, maybe not being games you know living art. up to the past in this Advanced Wars one and two reboot camp. I'm so mad at Sam for showing me that because I watched that thing <laughs> at the press conference and I was like. Oh yeah, it looks like Advance Wars is fine. It's 3D now, but you know, it's it's like mm-hmm. that's like what it used to look like. And then Sam was like in our chat, like, oh, it looks really bad. And I was like, no, what are you talking about? And then he put side by side screenshots. That remake looks like shit. <laughs> I am so <laughs> it, upset about it now. It's just sprites versus models, you know. Like I imagine but the models do more stuff are with so, the models. I hope the models are so flat. There's yeah, like they don't look like they yeah, look like, like Playmobil simple. toys or yeah. whatever. Like yeah, Mega Bloks. They look like they don't have textures. <laughs> practically, yeah, for me, I don't care. I think I've been on record I mean, as saying visuals don't matter to me that much. But like, I, if this as long were as it a, plays, yeah, if this were a new Advance Wars game, I wouldn't care. The fact that it's a remake of the original ones when all of that original art exists and is mm. so much better, I'm kind of like. Just you, just make the, just put the originals there. A pixel like perfect remake, yeah, like the just, Final Fantasy the one pixels. to six They're on so Steam cool and looking. mobile. Yeah, that old art is so good. Uh, so but, I don't. That's my that's my issue. But yeah, yeah, you know, but, I'm very excited it's happening because Advance Wars is one of my favorite mm-hmm. Nintendo games ever. Yeah. Um, <sighs> something I, I might end up picking up. Oh, sorry. I don't Andre, know if I it. ever. Oh yeah, I was like, I don't know if I ever played Advanced Wars. I played. Well, there was there was a a similar game on like PSP. Mm-hmm. But yes, they made a clone mm-hmm. of it on PSP, and it wasn't and I played as good. That okay. Oh, I, I remember. That I don't know what it was called. It, but my my no, Tran Wars. I, I mean, no. maybe um, Advanced Wars is the same studio as Fire Emblem. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's where, but, the, and I, I always was bummed. Was like, I like Fire Emblem, but I was always bummed that Advance Wars kind of yeah. fell off, and they kept making because I liked Advance Wars more than Fire Emblem because they needed yeah. Sa- Sakurai needed more fa- uh, Smash characters. So <laughs> then it's harder to, <laughs> they had to keep. They had, they had to, to keep making. Tanking. Yeah, um, they had to keep making Fire Emblem cool, so Smash could have new characters. What's cool about Advance Wars is it's is it's the same kind of perspective as Fire Emblem, and a lot of the UI yeah. elements look similar. The gameplay though is like completely different because instead of having specific people that have permadeath and are like leveling up, it's more structured like an RTS where it's still turn-based tactics, but it's more structured like an RTS where mm-hmm. you have like factories that are making tanks mm-hmm. and then you roll the tanks out and then there's indirect fire and stuff just like in Fire Emblem, but it's on mm-hmm. like a different scale. Um, and it's it's really really it still has the rock paper scissors kind of stuff in terms of you know tanks being better against infantry and aircraft being better against tanks and stuff but um mm-hmm. it's 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 so cool it's such a such a fantastic series and i'm really i'm really excited for the remake because i'm sure that the gameplay will be there i just am, am so hard on the visuals because i wish that they would just include an option to let you play with the old sprites i don't think uh, they've said be. that that's not in there no, I just, if I complain, as we know, if I complain loudly <laughs> enough about a thing, 
maybe it gets it, it seems like they always fix it so <laughs> i've been rewarded for complaining before and i'm gonna keep doing it now uh all right yeah you say they're my sprites and say I you you don't see the I point why would they do this <laughs> and it'll the opposite will happen yeah well uh, except i can't even i can't say that with a straight face because i do love, <laughs> i'm very excited for these games to come back i really hope they have yeah. online multiplayer because i could just emulate them if i wanted pixel perfect mm-hmm. gameplay yeah. but um yeah. the i would love to be able to play this with like people not near me and if sure. they could I know this is asking a lot, but if they could work in asynchronous multiplayer, mm. oh man, they did say it was by email. It it does have online. Okay, cool. I'm pretty it, sure it, it it would be the perfect game for asynchronous multiplayer. Um, yeah, like yeah. If you it, could, it has online. If you could do the Civ thing where you start the game when each mm-hmm. person has very simple turns by playing live and then save it and then start doing it asynchronously, oh, it'd be great. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, you. This one I I got excited about Astria Ascending because it reminded me that? it looks a little so it's like got the it's the 2D anime looking like there's like beast people and stuff and then it's kind of it looks like it's got Valkyrie profile combat mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. your four people and like a diamond and Oh right that one yeah yeah like it's got really nice art and like yeah, I saw the combat screen. I was like, "Oh, are we Valkyrie profile here? Is that what we're doing?" Because uh, for some reason, like I played that on the PSP, and I'm like, "Valkyrie profile, Valkyrie profile, Valkyrie profile." Even though I don't remember like anything from that game other than the com like the combat screens, kinda, and it being also good. They this look. I'm looking at this Nintendo Life image of all the games they showed, which is incomplete. Because mm-hmm. although maybe this is what I can't remember. It was a fatal frame thing that they showed. Yeah, that was, was a Wii U, the game. Wii U game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maiden of Blackwater. Yeah. yeah, okay. They have it as Project Zero on this image then. That's oh, why. weird. What? Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe that's the name in Japan or something. Um, oh. Fatal frame is awesome, though. I'm very it excited is. to be able to play that Wii U game. I'm sure I've, I don't necessarily know if it's a great game, but mm. I would enjoy playing a spooky game like that. I um, think I can I, handle some jank. I think I heard it was good we use that weird <laughs> wasteland of like yeah. so many good games came out there that never got any buzz so it's hard to know well, if it yeah was and also like fatal frame is like d- is kind of weird and like sometimes they're out only in japan or whatever or not well yeah. and they're and, they have some uneven quality there are some yes. yeah really good fatal frame games and some really bad ones mm-hmm. so yeah uh but but no, fatal frame is the series uh, no, please go oh, for it. I was going to say Fatal Frame is a series. I wanted to get into horror games when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and it was T-rated, so I could mm-hmm. I was able to sell my mom on renting it when I was, like, 13, mm-hmm. and then it scared me so bad that I <laughs> was like, I'm never playing a horror game again. <laughs> and that's why it took me so long to get back into horror games, even mm-hmm. though I've always liked horror movies a lot. Uh, I can bring it home with Fatal Frame. Uh, but you know what's consistently good? On Ghost Dance 2022. Yep. Uh, I have played Just Dance. I don't the get cruising. It. I don't. Series. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys nailed it. Uh, but also Tony Hawk's Pro yeah. Skater Two, one and yep. two, yeah, one plus yeah. two. Yep. Uh, we can quick fire those. But Danganronpa and that collection looks fucking rad, especially because they have basically a board game, like a fully fleshed out board game version in there. Which now? was like whatever that in, summer. Yeah, it was in three, but it was not very fleshed out. Well, like, well, I think it. I think it's the one from two. 
Was it? I'm not. I I, I think so. Maybe I don't know. Cause like, I don't know. There are different. Like that one was like uh, because it's on the island. It would make sense because it's the island. But yeah, I don't know. And like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, all the characters are from two, so I think that one is specifically the second game because they don't have the other games on here. (laughs) They like on the list I'm looking at. They just only have yeah. I'm I'm looking at the. Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking at the board game and like Kaede and stuff are in there, so <laughs> mm-hmm. it's definitely using three character or characters oh. from three. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but that looks cool. And the collector's edition is rad. Oh, it comes yeah. with like oh. this super sick uh, cloth poster and all this stuff. Yeah, it looks good. Anyways, V3 is an amazing game. <laughs> Two is good too. Uh, One is fine. They're, they're all good. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna finally play those on on Switch. It seems like the oh, place yeah. I've wanted them. Easy um, to put down, pick up. Like you don't yeah. have to like, yeah. worry about saving switch. and I'll stuff. I'll just plug the switch into a charger next to my bed. Not even yeah. put it in the dock. Slide it yeah. into the case when I'm not using yep. it, and, yep. and play them that and way. That's how I've been doing great. my reading, and it's it's good. It's a very good game to just be like. I'm just gonna do like Persona style. I'm gonna do one day. Make it, it seems to the end very of that day, silly. Do other stuff. But a big a big um, stumbling block for visual novels not that i mean danganronpa is a little more of an adventure game um mm-hmm. along with being a visual novel but I'll, one of my big stumbling blocks with those games is there's some mental block that i have about sitting down at my computer opening mm-hmm. steam and launching a vn a book? where yeah and launching a book you totally that's it, it mm-hmm. you nailed it whereas i just feel like i want to pick up the thing and start reading so mm-hmm. um like, you know, I managed to make it work really well when I read stuff on my phone because I just, like, have the Books app on my home screen so I can launch yeah. and be looking at a book in seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to just have it paused on Switch to to pick up and play uh, you know? will be a way yeah, for me to finally totally. get through it. Yep, I think mobile, mobile, mobile platforms are really excellent for that kind of style of thing. Yeah, yeah. Not to say that anyone is wrong to <laughs> develop like, and play via visual novels on PCs. It's just for me as a like, a like w- w- one of the best places to read a book when you're taking a dump. So sure. yeah. you can't can't really do that at your computer, or you probably shouldn't. I feel weird about taking my switch into to the dumpatorium. The yeah, yeah, I don't. I just, not so much about phone. Phone is fine, which is weird because the phone is the thing you put up to your, up to your face sometimes. <laughs> and you use it far if more frequently. Use, if you use your phone in the toilet, you could have a book in the dark. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you turn the lights off uh, when you're pooping? I, I'm just saying that's a possibility. Hey, I, you tell me. You're the one who brought a dump in the dark to this podcast. Yeah, like three and a half years ago. <laughs> hey, hey. It's, you're the one. So if there's a dump in the dark, there could also be a book in the dark with where this yep. conversation is at. Um, Anyways, Nintendo stuff was good. <laughs> what did y'all think of the Hyrule Warriors Mar- thing? That's cool. I don't know. I like that game. Uh, I, have, I haven't I finished it, though, so... The yeah. the weapons they showed, like the that nunchucks was cool. or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay. If we're, if hey, if this is like a hint of what we might the, see in in 
Breath of the Wild 2, a name withheld. I, the other things <laughs> I want to say real quick about the, that was at that show, there's three things. Mm. One, Strange Brigade sucks, so don't be fooled. <laughs> don't buy that game on Switch. Never played it. It's not a good game. It's, it's like passable in co-op. But like We had some fun playing it cooperatively, mm. my friends and I, on PC. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a very... You're not going to play that game co-op with your friends on Switch. And if you're not playing that game co-op, it is not. It's like Left 4 Dead structure and with cool sure. art, but it's... Ugh. Anyway, um, Mario Golf, the stuff they showed, it looks like God. it's going to be the thing that both Allison and I want, which I'm extremely excited about because I can't, was like, if that game is just an RPG and it's not just... There isn't just like really good, like, I just want to play around a golf with a, mm-hmm. a Mario character, I was going to be disappointed. And um, Allison... For good reason, she's been following that those that series closer. Was kind of like, well, it's probably going to be more of an RPG the way the 3DS one was, mm-hmm. and it looks like from what they showed, it's going to have the RPG thing if you want to play through that. But then it's also going to have really good support for a bunch of like, cool different kinds ar- of arcade rounds. Yeah, yeah, um, it looks awesome. So I'm super pumped <laughs> because I it looks like it has everything that everyone would want. Uh, yep. And there's a, there's a course in New Donk City. Who yeah, it's want great. That? Uh, and then, um, and that like battle arena course looked awesome. Oh, it looks so dumb. Uh, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, and then I was surprised at how interested I was in the monster hunter stories Two trailer. Mm. Yeah. That looks fantastic. That game yeah. looks really good. Looks good. I was, I saw, I saw it at the Capcom thing. I was like, Oh, actually, do I want to play yeah. stories? <laughs> uh, I may just not do my thing and just pick this one up instead of playing the first one. Cause I think the first mm-hmm. one's only on 3ds anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did not like that. They kept calling them monsties. That was not my favorite. Monsties and posty. Bad, bad. Hey everybody. It's posty. Saying hi to E3. Um, Monsties <laughs> has a bad mouthfeel for me, but otherwise that game looks fantastic. Like visually, mm-hmm. it looked really good, and Most not in the way monsties. that it's proof of a Switch Pro. I just think it has a really cool art style that yeah works with the hardware. Know what Definitely. else it had great hardware? Game and Watch, Legend of Zelda God, Edition, I, whatever. I, I, I think it's cool. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's cute. Got, it's fine. I got. I that se- segment made me so mad. The the thing I would I would save your rage a little bit because the big scuttlebutt that lots of people are reporting is that they have Twilight Princess ready to go. It's just they're not they don't want to cannibalize interest in Skyward Sword. Uh and I mean, pro- so yeah, that's smart. Twilight Princess will probably be in a direct later this summer or something. I mean, you know, probably, but it sounds like they've, the, the, the work is being done on twilight princess and that it's going to yeah. happen. The, the interactive yeah. clock on the game and watch made me laugh. It Cause was, it was so dumb. It's just <laughs> it's a cute little thing. Yeah. It's fine. We don't have any, we have no other games or whatever. I was like, are you kidding me right now? Uh, uh but rather wild Two look cool. I don't know. That's proof of life from that game. It's good to see. They, yeah, uh, they said, uh, what was it? They, they're not, they're withholding the title for now because it will give uh, hints as to what happens in the story. Mm. There's what, a lot of you... speculation from sure. very hopeful fans that it's going to be like, it's actually going to be about Ganon coming back to life and you help him break the cycle of his 
that for that that always happens and it's going to be the linchpin game that finally unifies all the timelines and stuff and it's not it's going to you're going to play as link and you're going to do some cool shit and you're not going to play as zelda uh you're going to play as link and you're probably going to fight ganon again at the end and you know whatever i i'm mm-hmm. excited for that game still i don't think they're going to make it the very interesting weird fourth wall breaking narrative experiment that people and i want but mm-hmm. did they <laughs> open cool. that tra- that trailer with link falling through the clouds like in skyward yes. sword yep yes <laughs> that that was very funny to me the way they opened that <laughs> Because I was like, wait, are they just like trolling people and showing think, more Skyward Sword? I do think and I like, that, oh no, okay, it's not. <laughs> I do think there's some some that it makes sense that they're pushing Skyward Sword along with this thing because I think they want to get people like excited mm-hmm. about the clouds and stuff. I don't. Yeah. Some people are saying Skyward Sword being the game is proof that this is going to be wild narratively and that it's going to, that, that breath of the wild two is linked to skyward sword somehow. And I just don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I no. don't think Nintendo are that cool. No, I think they're too not at all safe for that kind of stuff. It, yeah, no, 100%. Like they'll maybe do some, like it might complicate the timeline or do something interesting. Or if it ties into like Hyrule warriors, that's cool. Like, oh, it will. I'm sure it will. Like the story of Hyrule warriors has some like, cool stuff and like sets up some wild uh implications um Mm -hmm. so to see what that could be is intriguing um so like i was saying they're they're withholding the title because of plot reasons do you have any thoughts on what the title might be like your hot take here's the title of the breath of the wild 2 fall of hyrule because it's in the sky and at the end of the game it falls out of the sky i yeah i could see that especially i could see it being one thing i can see is it being a maybe not one where you fight if they could be doing a trilogy kind of thing here um Mm -hmm. and this could be sort of the middle chapter i could definitely see that um i don't know like I could see it being the problem is it's not going to have Zelda in the subtitle because it's called the legend of Zelda. So that would be mm-hmm. redundant and not work. Um, the legend I, of link. I could see it. So I could see it being like the legend of Zelda links departure or something like that. Like some kind of like playing mm-hmm. into the like links awakening uh-huh. link to the past, like having the, the, the link bringing back the link being in the title thing. Um, mm-hmm but I don't know. I don't know that I have anything fun in mind that I think it could be in the, in the blink of an eye, but the L is capitalized. Yeah. And the B is lowercase. Uh, The missing link. See now that would be, that would play into everyone's weird theories about if if that would be a really good title. If it was the game that was like, now there's one mainline Zelda story. (laughs) Except it's just, but that game is just Mario is missing, but with Link. <laughs> One can hope. Uh, or, or Majora's Mask 2. <laughs> Whatever ones are really hoping like for. Zelda, Majora's Mask. It's me. It me. Yeah. If they did that, I would do the Leonardo DiCaprio thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, which Leonardo DiCaprio thing? There's a lot of those. The, 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 the pointing at the screen okay yeah 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 gotcha uh 
just you could do like the the Inception stare, the Wolf of Wall Street dance, you know. Like, yeah, uh, no, I, I I think about that pointing at the screen meme a lot because only dating women under twenty eight years old. You know, it was just it just <laughs> came up recently because I'm going to go to Portland for a IndyCar mm-hmm. race, and one of the support races happens to be a car that I drive a lot and in iRacing and so everyone was like we got to go for saturday so we can watch that car and just do that leonardo dicaprio meme the whole time (laughs) (laughs) all right well uh was there any devolver devolver had some interesting games Uh, we didn't talk about it but uh it looked like there was some good stuff in there i still haven't seen the full thing but i want to get to that anything that we didn't get to that you guys saw that you were like oh yeah not really. No. Okay. I don't think so. I think we covered the majority of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. There's that Steam game demo or Steam Game Fest or whatever's going uh, on right now. Yeah, it was a person that I too know, many demos. An acquaintance has demos. a demo in that thing that I got to check out. But I'm I meant to do it before the show, but oh, I will do like, it I will, before s- next week's show. That's I was going to say over on the twenty second. Yeah, one game that came out this week uh, that I still recommend is Trickery. We we talked about it mm-hmm. probably a couple months ago. Because I played the demo, and it, the demo fucking okay. ripped. Um, apparently, that game is excellent, but that's unrelated to E three. It just happened to come out this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they, oh, no, they showed it in the Summer Game Fest. That's what. Uh, so we did talk about it. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that game. That game ripped. So right, there's more. There's more news on this list. I forgot. Oh yeah, there's a uh, couple little things. We we don't have to go too crazy. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's so a couple months ago, Sony did some sort of like teaser for a game called like from a new studio or not a new studio from a studio uh that everyone was like oh my god it's like silent hill it's kojima blah 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 and then the studio came and was like we're not kojima and they they like the studio had like some failed kicks like steam like green light things or whatever like they had like they've been around it was the implication from all that stuff and now everyone's back at it again, saying it's Kojima. And then even, like, Jeff Keighley's like, oh, well, I've been DMing with the, the head of the studio. And if Keighley's involved, now it's like, is it Kojima? Yeah, like... it's it's. But they're very, very sticking to their guns, saying, no, we're not related. But then they were kind of also playing it up. <laughs> yeah, because they were like... Oh, the we're not Kojima, and then they were tweeting like, "Oh, the name of our game is like abandoned," and then another word, first letter S, last letter L. Like, what are you doing? Stop it! Get some help. I no, go ahead. I was just gonna say the weird conspiracy theory stuff and like whole Reddit threads of people pulling together like tweets and like Mm -hmm. crossing, like doing the Pepe da Silva thing of you know mm-hmm. all the lines and strings crossed and just like going crazy it's been weird to watch <laughs> i think it probably is silent i i i am sold on it being the thing that everyone thinks it is mm-hmm. i just don't feel that the arg was particularly good good like mm-hmm. people figured it out really fast exactly and to cover for it the blue box studio was like it's not that's not it it's not that <laughs> yeah it's like it's very much like the wizard of oz like pay no attention to the man behind the curtain yes and (laughs) so i feel like at this point everyone should just go it's probably this and just move on like whose twitter it was so there's people want to have fun with it yeah yeah it's the more interesting go for it 
the more interesting thing to me would be if it actually isn't Kojima sure. and they're just yeah. they're they're like going through and doing all this stuff to mess with I, people. I follow. I, I don't know if, if either of you are familiar with Mark Delaney's work. Um, he's a really. he's a uh, he writes for uh, he's he's a freelancer. He, he contributes to a bunch of different places. I follow him on Twitter, and he had um, uh, he's been talking about how he had a meeting like a call with this Hassan guy who mm-hmm. supposedly runs blue box and um for a story and uh and and he was claiming that it's not a thing it's not a the ARG is nothing it's just they're just an indie studio and I don't know if he if it's really that he's in on it or if he thinks if he was sold that and they were lying like I don't, I don't know or if it really is not a thing it's there's a possibility that that's true too. Either way, the people in his mentions when he was like, people should really drop this. It's not that big of a deal. Let yeah. it go. The people in his mentions were like, you fucking piece of trash. I can't believe that you would try to sell us on this. You fucking liar. And it's like, just chill it's, out. Yeah. Just go back up. Yeah. There's still real people behind this thing. Slow your rage uh, roll. Go outside. The like do Have something some else with your time. <laughs> Like, like, yeah. If it's Silent Hill, they'll announce it soon. If it's not, it's not. Now, Stop Healy having meltdowns is, on the yeah. internet about this thing. <laughs> it, it well, it, it, like it could be Silent Hill. I think people are going to be pissed if it's not Kojima. Is like a whole other thing. If it's not Kojima, Silent Hill, it's going to be like you know, pants wettingly angry. Like gamers. I think, <laughs> I think if it's not, it's the thing that I thought it was initially, and I still think there's a very good possibility it could be this which is this guy who this guy runs this indie studio he's kind of an enigmatic person and he saw an opportunity to build a shitload of awareness for his studio mm-hmm. and yeah. his new thing by playing this game and building up this energy and uh, i've talked to a couple people who are like well if that were the case sony and konami would not be letting him get away with it and it's like they haven't done anything that is a blatant infringement on anything everyone else is drawing all these conclusions they, there is yeah. nowhere where mm-hmm. they have said our game is Silent Hill. Like they, they they've teased around yeah. it, but yeah. it, <laughs> they literally said, "Hey, they're playing the we're game. We're not. Yeah, we're not that." And sure, uh, but you know, they're they've got a very savvy like. You know, if it if it is just them being like if playing into it, yes. they've got a very savvy like social media like PR yes. marketing person. If it's not people. actually a Silent Hill thing, I it's the reverse of what I said at the top, which is this is really smart and clever. It, it's <laughs> and yeah. I, mean, I can like, I can totally yeah. see that. I can that's totally what I, see that's like, what I hope it is. Sure, yeah, because like Kojima has kind of made a name for himself, well, among other things, but like f- ex- uh, subverting expectations, right? Like mm-hmm. saying one thing and then it's being something else, and the whole Moby, whatever, Dick Studio, etc., mm-hmm. like all that stuff. Like, but no one else really does that. So if they're just kind of learning from that and cribbing the style and like going for like, you know, alluding to the same kind of stuff, that's mm-hmm. fine. Like no one else is doing it's, it. Cool. Yeah. Do it. it the worst thing you're gonna do is piss off a bunch of people who. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now they've heard of your game. A little pissed off. Yeah, like yeah. they've heard of your studio. They've heard of your game net yeah, win for them like it's yep. it's fine i don't see anything wrong with it the, the things that do sell me on i still think it it i would not be surprised if it turns out that it is the silent hill thing is the keely connection is weird because he's like he can barely keep a straight face whenever he talks about it mm-hmm. and it's it 
that combined with the fact that they did that weird proof of life video with Kojima is just like that thing was such a strange thing, even to put in a show as poorly paced as the summer games fest thing. He always Um, wants to put Kojima and everything. Well, but, but I know, but I, I, I could see, I, I would say the, that they had such a long conversation about stuff. 9-11, baby. Is yeah, that was perhaps, weird. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Well, and it was weird, right? Like, that's what I'm getting at, is I think that there, that there, it was a weird enough conversation that I could see there still being that, that connection. But I'm also I'm, not. I don't know, Kojima's a weird dude. Uh, I'm not crusading about mm-hmm, this. Yeah. I It could easily go either way. And, you know, it's, I would, I, I think it's fun to watch it play out. I think if you're someone who's getting into game writers mentions to tell them mm-hmm. they're a piece oh, of yeah. shit because they don't support your desire for a new Silent Hill, you need to take a step back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I do think it kind of sucks if it is a Kojima thing that mm-hmm. they obviously that was something that was going to happen in all of this. Mm-hmm. And it maybe they could have they know that it's going to rile people up and get people like arguing mm-hmm. with each other. Maybe try to take more steps to not <laughs> fuel that. Sure. Yeah. 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 Like again, like people immediately are like silent Hill, uh, like where Kojima, like when that first like trailer hit and they're like, no, 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 no. And it's like, if they caught you, they caught you like, come on. Uh, and like the biggest, my biggest, it's not Kojima hint is, I know writers who use subtext and none of them are named Hideo Kojima. Yeah. That man, he doesn't know, he doesn't know how that works. The phantom, the phantom pain when they revealed that trailer and were like, Oh, Moby Dick studios, metal gear solid was literally spelled in the negative space of that like logo. Like people figured that out within hours and like had for like, Oh, it's metal gear solid. Yeah. But, I mean, there's certainly conclusions you can draw in this whole thing. Like the fact that it's their Twitter is BB game studios. Like, sure. Yeah. But I, again, it's, the thing people that are way down this rabbit hole aren't thinking about is that any person can look at all of that mm-hmm. stuff and go, well, I could do that. I mean, anyone yeah. can, can, can make, can put together a bunch of weird clues like this to make it seem like it's a Kojima thing. Like, yep. like that studio has exactly. been around for since 2015. So maybe they've been planning this since yeah, 2015, like that, that account, like it's yeah. Uh, yeah. I imagine they're just playing the game. And I think that's there's every possibility that that's the case. Yeah, yeah, it's either way. Like you know, it's like it's fun to observe, but I'm not getting sucked into this one. No, like, no, I yeah, like this yeah. when it, when new stuff. I'm going to read this this story that that uh, Mark Delaney wrote because I, I like his writing, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> which he apparently couldn't find a publisher for, which is weird. But mm. so it's just a Google Doc. But whatever. Um, hmm. Uh. It's interesting enough to me, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would only go so far with this as it is fun for you. The minute that it becomes something you're like being Stressed asked about, about or losing sleep yeah. about, like definitely pump your brakes a bit. Definitely. Just watch some kitty cat uh, videos. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, that's a great thing to do after a podcast, uh, like after this podcast, which... Racing cars is up. a good thing to do, too, after podcasts. 
I'm gonna also do that. a good thing to do. Go to and sleep. Another thing, enter the lottery for a Tamagotchi watch. Oh, yeah. I guess. <laughs> I don't like know if Tamagotchi's. you've heard about that. Like, I feel like, why is there like not a Tamagotchi like phone app? And then like you like there might you think so. like hit with like microtransactions well, every day. You, like, oh, you wanna you wanna make it really happy? You gotta buy like the good Tamagotchi food for like five ninety nine. What I can tell you <laughs> that I I I I have escaped it thus far, but at one point Best it will value. break down. There is like a sixty five dollar Tamagotchi you can purchase that is gorgeous and has a really beautiful like screen hmm. and. Um, then you can connect them with like your friends and your Tamagotchis can get married and stuff. And I was real close to buying Tamagotchis for my partner and I at one point, but then I was like, $65. Are we really going to even like play with these things after a day or two? Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know. Yeah. They're cool though. Thought <laughs> you watch like, come on, who? You can mm. still get original Tamagotchis too. That's yeah, well, I mean, they did. They yeah, they re kind of reissued them like in the last like, like two years. Twenty eighteen, so. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they like they did Ava ones. Like you can get an Evangelion Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi. It's cool. I think it's great. It's it's. Neat I didn't stuff. see that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Gaming Fix podcast. It is currently 69 degrees Fahrenheit, according nice. to Windows. Nice. Uh, in nice. Japan, where I'm at. Uh, and yeah. what a nice time to be 69 <laughs> degrees on uh, episode 177, June 19th, 2021. I have been your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. your partner's favorite E from E3. You can find me on Twitter at CoolSlaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W. If I get some time this week, maybe I'll write a review for Ratchet & Clank. Uh, But I gotta study for this test. Uh, Pat, where can people find you? Is it like the... Is it like... Andre, and then the last letter of your name is the fir- is the e- first E, and then Entertainment Expo. The uh, yeah yeah on <laughs> the Andre Entertainment. No, it's the electron electronic entertainment Andre, Andre. Expo. Yeah, no, the electronic <laughs> entertainment I the, Andre. I want to go to the electronic Andre Expo. <laughs> Hell yeah! That, that's that's uh, that's part of uh, the the law gotta, of the. The porn your... show in Vegas. Whoa, the, I was adult, go with... the the adult entertainment expo. That's I was... the Andre Entertainment Expo. Is also the I just uh, piggyback off the AAEE. I was gonna I was gonna say you could sell your likeness to Tamagotchi so that people could have an electronic Andre an Andre Gotchi. Yeah, uh, you can find me at PJC Plays on Twitter. That's all I got. And Alex, uh, I don't know, reading a book probably. Sure, what are you reading? House of Fatima Morgana, because it's basically <laughs> a book. <laughs> you caught him. You called the bluff. <laughs> Owned. Uh, there's, yeah. Owned. Got him. <laughs> uh, you can keep up with the podcast on social media, on Twitter, at Fix Podcasts. Uh, that, that, you know, we post our stuff there, and you can if there's something else like a review or whatever you'll find it there uh thanks for joining us everybody we'll be back next week we'll try to get a question thread up next week so you can have your question right on the air or you can email us at fix 
gaming at gaming at fix.space. There it is. You got there. Uh, yeah. In the end, uh, the destination, not the journey, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, my destination is bed because I gotta get up and slay some orcs and Nerd. four and a half hours, five and a half hours, four and a half hours. Have a good one, everybody. You too. See ya. I'll try. Mm-hmm.